Load up the bowl, crank up the soul, let the informer call 911. It's hits from the bong. It's 420, baby. It's the 420 special. Uh, we got KC Weed Blog for all of your uh, marijuana information. This was a really fun, good episode. It's my 420 special episode today. And um, if you want to know how to get your marijuana card in Missouri, we cover that. Uh, cover some of like the politics around how uh, the cannabis industry is, at least here in Missouri. And I think we touched on a little bit of like Colorado and California as well. This was a really fun episode, you guys. Go follow him at KC Weed Blog everywhere. Uh, he's starting a podcast. Everything. He's, he's doing it the, the right way, the smart way by by doing KC Weed Blog everywhere. Dot com, the blog, Instagram. And I hope you guys liked this episode. I had a really good time with it. So if you guys are, are the type to partake, I would say, uh, you know, roll one up. Load up the bong. Hit your bowl, eat your brownie, whatever it is you like to do. And if if you don't like any of that, this is still a good episode with a lot of fun information. And uh, yeah, I did my sobriety challenge. I am ending it today. And it was a really good 30 days of getting clean. And no substances other than CBD and coffee. And it was a lot of fun. It's great. And uh, I'm heading to Vegas now. And when this episode comes out, I will be poolside with a drink in my hand. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. Um, that's it. Enjoy. Welcome to the Inner Talk Podcast. Will no topic is off. In three, two, one. Here we go. <laughs> right on. We started. Here we are. This is it. James with the KC Weed Blog. KC Weed Blog. That's right. It's awesome, man. It's, it's something. Thank you for being here. Hey, thanks for having me out. I appreciate it. Yeah. Tell me about KC Weed Blog. I read uh, read some of it lately. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Could be scary. Could not be. I don't. It just depends on when you catch the page. I guess. Right. Okay. Yeah. You know, sometimes. Um, some people tell me it could be scary sometimes. I don't know. Yeah, I was reading your last post about uh, some event that you went to about, uh, you know, just talking about COVID, um, corruption. Oh, what was the that's, other? oh, you're actually on the web page. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. I haven't, I, honestly, I haven't messed with the web page in a minute. Okay. It's probably been six to nine months since I have. Oh, my gosh. Maybe, maybe not. So I read something super old. Maybe. Yeah, that's, I, so more, more of what I've been pushing was just on like Facebook, Instagram. I fully intended to have a, a web page and a blog. And that's where I'm like kind of turning some corners now. Because um, when it started, it was kind of just started. I mean, Casey Weed Blog officially started the day after Missouri voted for medical cannabis. So when was that? 20, pretty... 2018, oh. November 7th or 8th or somewhere the first like first two weeks of November in 2018. That's when the okay. voters passed what was Amendment 2, which is now Article 14, which says that Missouri can have a, a cannabis program and medical cannabis. Right. Mm-hmm. So I started the I created Casey Weed Blog like the next day. That was kind of like, oh, wow, I'm just going to. Well, and, and by create, I mean, I'm just like, I'm going to start the Facebook page. I'm going to go buy the domain name and let's see what happens. Right. So, you know, I'm a, I've been a web guy before. So that's why I built the web page first. I started typing the articles. Cause I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to do this kind of blog thing. I'll push, push content, like bigger articles out what I want, 
have to say. Geared towards just kind of Missouri or just Kansas City or what? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I've been in For Kansas. weed scene? Yeah. And, you know, it's like I'm not – I don't claim to be like anybody anybody that was in any kind of weed scene prior to 2018. You know what I mean? I know that there was groups and, and, and there was the pioneers and all that. And I don't know anybody or a lot of people in that world. I know a few people. You okay. Know? But uh, – but I think some people know me as being just kind of the James, the the IT guy that also smoked weed and had okay. fun, you know what I yeah. mean? So, yeah. Um, so I've been around smoking weed in Kansas City for at least 20 years, <laughs> you know. Um, I'm 39 years old, and I believe some of the first parties I would come down to, like Westport, that mm-hmm. area, and some of the house parties and those, and the, you know, in that area, 16, 17. So, yeah, it's been... It's been close to 25 years of smoking weed and parties in Kansas city. Um, so, and, and I'm just a consumer. I'm just that, you know, I'm just a the guy there, you know what You're I just mean? Just a connoisseur just well, a dude that likes weed. Not really. I, mean, I always, so it was like I work in corporate, I've worked in the corporate kind of it space, it and customer tech support for the last 15 years, probably as well too. So it's like, I go, I would go back and forth between these worlds of I'm uh, eight to five. I've got a, polo shirt on and khakis and driving whatever company truck and going and fixing people's you know technical problems okay and then i'd get off and i'd be like 5 30 6 o'clock first joint hey it's friday what are the boys doing hey it's saturday or is it you know what concert are we going to and yeah. that kind of stuff so for me when i was like oh hey the voters passed this in 2018 i was like i want to just i want to put something out there you want to i want to tell maybe it was just me wanting to tell my story first but then it's kind of turned into something to where you know, I, I already feel normal. I've gone through the battle. Now maybe I can share that ability with somebody else and, and kind of just be out there a little bit. So the battle of what? Um, going from the illegal drug trade, can, having a medical market, and then what's kind of turned now into a very limited supply, high price. That's why, you know, a lot of people aren't rushing out to the stores and buying it right now because it's still cheaper on the streets mm. than it is in the stores. Okay. Um, so that's and, – and I didn't set out to like – report or record on that when I started the page but Mm -hmm. because I kind of introduced myself to the industry it's kind of like I guess I got kind of went that way you feel obligated to kind of touch on that or is it more like people are interested in this so I'll do it for for the content and for what what people want well I kind of at least in Kansas City I kind of I showed up in the scene in Kansas City um, just with some history um, from Denver and from Vegas because like in 2014, I went and helped build some uh, dispensaries and cultivation facilities. At first, we went in and gutted out some of their um, shitty camera systems and security systems that weren't working that had them fail compliance. So I was part of the team that got them back in compliance so they could grow. So I had technical cannabis experience. Okay. So then that wasn't really the goal of Casey Weed Blog. Casey Weed Blog was just to be fun, kind of, you know. Pitch, right. pitch magazine style, just like, yeah. hey, I want to be, the, I want to put that out there, you nice. know, like, hey, here's our, here's my fun. I, I would, I would actually be like, choose to be more comical if I could. Yeah. And I, and I'm actually trying to push myself to be more comical and be less mm-hmm. cynical towards certain things that I might have talked about before, you know, or posts that I have. But at the same time, I'm still in here having a conversation with other people. And, you know, two days ago, I was doing an interview that people were really concerned about the topics because of, um, you know how scoring happened and licensing and there's just there's a lot of drama out there in the cannabis game I have right? no idea it's, I have no idea what's going on out there I imagine there's all kinds of shady business deals backdoor deals lucky unlucky people just surrounding the fact when, when all of a sudden uh, 
a community, a whole state all of a sudden gets the go light for doing something that was illegal for so long. Right. I imagine there's a lot of it's a, you, so interesting actors that are getting involved well, in this gonna, kind of situation. You're going to have a transition period. And here's where I, I, I had my first realization of what a transition period was like when I was in a dispensary in Denver on one of a more, uh, you know, kind of rougher area spots, little, you know, little dingier, kind of like what you would expect going to a, a you know, a small time liquor store, you know, kind of run down okay. bars on the window style. So I was in a dispensary like that and we were going through and we were having to like clear out like desk space and stuff like that. And you, you're opening drawers and you start finding, you know, rounds in the, in the cabinets and shit just lying around. And you're like, man, they use bulletproof glass everywhere and armed guards. And I'm just like, man, we're going through a conversion right now. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it's like, then you, you know, like kind of what, what's on the opposite end of that is like, well, who's coming in, you know? And, and right. so I had a, I had a gut check realization. I'm like, Oh shit. Not only, you know, not only should I be worrying about like feds coming in and raiding the place that I'm trying to help build. I also have to worry about why are these people arming themselves <laughs> against the streets right. as well? Cause I don't want to meet the people from the streets that are, cause you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at least you don't want to meet the people that are coming in that they have a reason for having packed. So I knives. feel I feel like that might have been a glimpse of a world that I I hope that I've <clears throat> missed from here on out. Okay. Because I know that probably prior to that there was probably, you know, before there was legal cannabis who mm-hmm. were the suppliers, right? Right. So we all, you know, that that's its bottom line is that a lot of the suppliers had to be criminals, right? Neighborhood drug dealer. Well, and, the pusher man. Yeah. So, right. you know, so you take that to the macro level of where that ends up and then you're, then you're talking about cartel stuff. And so you're just like, okay, what world am I not wanting to step into? That, <laughs> was, that was my first gut check. Sure. Right. So then I was like, uh, so when I wanted to get involved in cannabis here in Missouri and Kansas city, I was kind of more of like, yeah, I'll do security if I have to, if, you know, cause that's what we're good at maybe. But at the same time, KC weed blog was meant to be like, Hey, you know, maybe I'll make some money and maybe we can throw some parties. Nice. You know what I mean? And that was kind of the goal when I first started it. I wrote a few personal articles, you know, one of the ones that, you know, that's on the, if it's on the website, I took, took the time to like sit down and, and write about. I was going to say it was, it was well written. Well, thank you. Yeah. Actually, I appreciate that. Some people might think I, I've actually been told I was like illiterate by, by somebody out there in the cannabis game not too long ago. Didn't even, haven't even met the person before. And he's just like, you're, you're an asshole. That means you're doing something right. <laughs> so you got I'm, haters, you got doing something right. Yeah, Fuck that guy. I, I guess so. Right. So it's, it's a, it's a crazy world trying to be in the middle of like the, the mix of what's going on on the day to day. Um, so the, the biggest part of all of that, the biggest driver, right. Is the fact that, uh, you had all these people in Missouri, that invested a lot of money into being licensed to the program. And then you had over 90% denial rate on those applicants. Right. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people cry foul. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm actually uh, open to the idea that there were payoffs because I've had people tell me that they were like, Hey man, we were proposition, but we're not going to testify. So like, I'll never give you their names either. Even so that, you know what I mean? Like it's, it, so it's like, it's, I'm like, Oh shit. It's still, it's sticky. Why? Man. Well, why? Why not tell on them? Because I guess for the same reasons you wouldn't tell on because, somebody. I mean, like, because a because danger. people people get scared, man. And when you're talking about millions of dollars and big business and and shit like that, people are legitimately scared. They're like, man, what is what kind of world am I mm. about to confront? Right? Yeah. I guess if you're not a journalist or or have uh, a platform, right? I guess you're probably just better off shutting your mouth, right? 
I guess. I don't know. Could you get an anonymous source that's telling you? I don't know, man. So that's the thing. That, that's the thing. I don't have. That's that's beyond. I am me. out there officially saying now. I will take some anonymous sources. And talk about <laughs> I'll blast people. I don't care. I, yeah. I, well, that's the thing. So I'm like, a renegade, James. So here, Let me tell you, I'm a renegade. Really? That's right. I'm a hardcore. This is the hardest podcast in Kansas City. Hardest. I will come at you. Okay. That's okay. Right. Cool. I ain't scared. Let's go. Right. I'll name these motherfuckers anonymous <laughs> people. Drop it to me. Neanderthalkpodcast at gmail.com. I'll right. put these. I'll put these bad actors on blast. Right. So that you know, well, there's there's that, I and mean, then there's a ton of money that's involved with it. There was a there was a big debacle with like the way it was scored, and I and I feel like it was bullshit too. I feel like it was bullshit in the way that it was scored, but then I also feel like it was bullshit that they denied so many people. What do you, you mean know? it was scored? How it was scored? What does that mean? They they outsourced the the state who decides who gets a license and who doesn't outs outsourced the scoring of these applications, right? So, What's a sc- but they take a, they give each application a score and yeah. depends on who scores the highest and what are these scores based on? Um, like your detailed business plan and like liquid assets and security plans and and you know all these like show us that you're serious about this because we're we're not trying to you know manage ins and outs we're, okay. we want to lock it in now and, and be done with it basically you know what I mean so <clears throat> and there was only a certain amount of applications like why they had over 2, I mean not 000... applications but 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 uh, licenses like why couldn't they just give Every, I mean, is there a certain amount of liquor stores that are there's that's, allowed to that's be? That's the biggest monkey in the room or the elephant in the room for everybody is that why why did they have, why did, you know, there was 2,000 applicants mm-hmm. and that all paid non-refundable fees huh. in the tune to huh. six to 10 to whatever thousands, right? Right. That the state's like literally using to litigate the people from could they, that a pot you know that, okay. that, have, that have you know you know where i'm going i here? understand politics so is it dirty. is just fucking crazy right now right so yeah. it's always it's, it is, so it's been crazy um so yeah so now what happens and and what's been happening in, in my reflection of the cannabis industry culture right now is that now you're having a separation between people that you know like everybody rallied at once to get the vote to pass and now right. now there's just like clear just there's, uh, you know, every day there's a new divide or a new beef or, you know, you're not pure. I'm not pure. You're a sellout. I'm a, you know I mean? Like, so it's, it's a lot of, uh, a lot of shots going on on like social media and things like that. As and, far as licensees and, and licensors. Or, so or, what, I think about, or, think about who's like having beef. A lot of people have beef. There's lawyers out there online that, that are, that are part of not only teams that applied, but teams that are um, suing the state, you know, for appeals and stuff like that. Um, all these, and maybe I just need to disengage with all these community groups. You know, sometimes that might be the better answer. It's just to not watch the chatter. Actually, uh, I think that I, I, I think answer. that's I think that's what you, I, that's that's what I'm catching from you. You're like just log off, bro. <laughs> I so I am doing this 30 day challenge. As many people are aware of, I know I was aware, and I was I was like, man. That sucks. I'll get you next time. It's great. I love it. I love being clear headed. I love waking up where I'm not hung over. Um, you know, part of the reason was I just part of the reason I was doing this break is because on the podcast, I just had realized I wasn't thinking as quickly as I should be thinking. And I was stumbling over certain words that I shouldn't have. And just I was like, oh, my brain needs a break. Uh, and so that's why it was. But so during this time of sobriety, I've looked at a lot of different things differently. And one of the big things is, is trying to eliminate the poison in my life that isn't just necessarily alcohol or whatever. Or, or it's, it's also uh, the kind of toxicity that all of us 
bring into our brains when we're on social media. Like I, I like Instagram a lot because it's as non-toxic as you want it to be. It's just mainly pictures of shit that you're interested in. Everybody knows that. Facebook, on the other hand, is just a cesspool. It's brutal. Of angry, so brutal. Angry people from from you know millennials to zillennials to alpha to right. boomers. I mean, everything. They're all fighting with each other, and it's just. It, and I and I I'm not like I I get trapped into these sucker conversations. Oh, yeah. It's just ah so. I, that's one thing I'm trying to eliminate is shit like that. It's because because of that reason, it yeah. causes so much stupid stress it and does, arguments. It, it can it actually, and that's what you know. That's what actually happened last week. It got me again. Like some dudes' comments, um, you know, about what I was involved with a project was like come into question. I literally spent like 24 hours just like mm-hmm. anxious about it, you know. Right. I, and I was like heading into a show that I was getting paid for, and I was like, man, like. This is like, because it was not only, it wasn't just me, it was just like, it was pissing off the talent and one of the guests and everybody, like there was just a lot of stress going on with everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, this is all <clears throat> off just some some internet chatter. Yeah. And it's like, man, that, that can affect you. That can affect you in a lot of ways. I went home that night after the show, the show was fine, but I went home and I was like, fucking killed way too much Jameson. And I'm, you know, I was like, woke up the next day and I'm, now I'm all fired up because <laughs> I finally got out of the system somehow. But um, yeah, so it's weird. Um, Our brains aren't, developed for this yeah the, the internet is way too fast <laughs> social media is way too fast our like our 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 mind our brains our bodies are designed to handle stress oh yeah and it's it's in a more primitive way we're supposed to get stressed out if there, or there's a we're running low on food or if there's a predator around that we don't know how to get rid of or, or shit like that from way back to caveman times right and but our but our brain still understand stress when it comes to like uh internet shit okay when it comes to like social media it still gives us that same reaction that we got when we weren't supposed to be stressed out that often and now we're getting that we're getting that kind of stress all the time and it just it's just a slow poison that you you just start taking and taking and taking you don't even know you're taking it and it just Nothing good can come from it, you know. And I can, I can, uh, I can understand that completely. I think that uh, in the last six months, where I'm now kind of like out on the fringe and just doing like I'm kind of pretty much like all in on cannabis at the moment because I'm, you know, my my paycheck comes from some of that as a mm-hmm. contract, um, and and it's just like a, a, aside from being like the the W two salary employee that I've been my entire life. Um, but I will say this is that you know, in regards to poison, is that uh, when I was working that corporate life, man, I would come home and I would drink a lot more. Okay, and, sure. And, and and I was talking to somebody else about this last night at a at a gig that I was at. Um, we were both talking, and we were about how like, man, Sunday nights were like the worst. Yeah, because you got to go to work the next day. So you're just like, you know. And I was like, I, I, you know, I've been a when I was younger, I might have been a day drinker more so. You know what I mean? And when I was like in my twenties, I was the guy that was like still kind of half in the bag every Sunday morning. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? But the but then as you get older a little bit, you become a little bit more responsible. Um, you know, even sitting on your couch, having more than you should have cocktails can be, uh, problematic. And right. so like, I've even recognized in myself in the last six months and my wife's like, yeah, you're sleeping more, you're drinking a lot less. And and it's like, because that stress people use those certain things to actually combat it. Right. Right. And that's why we self-medicate. That's why, well, that's why we allow certain things into our body. Mm-hmm. Right. That, yeah. That, so, um, it's all, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a, a it's, it's a tough world being a human being in 2021. A, it's a psychological, uh, isn't it? Is it a psychological effect with, with drinking? And, you know, I mean, it kind of has to be right because. 
For some people. Yeah. I think for some people it's 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 more physiological. They just get addicted. Yeah. They just get addicted. I mean a lot of and it might have started off with a psychological reason, like I'm I'm trying to ease the pain, I'm trying to numb the pain or, you know, right. forget shit or just feel better. Yeah. And then it eventually gets to I mean, can get to a place of, you know, addiction and then you know, I'm sure we could, we've all seen seen that a loved one or you know a friend or an acquaintance at least that's you know that that alcoholic right you know that that's that but the functioning alcoholic like I lived with one for a while and it's a nightmare living with yeah it's fun at times but then other times like oh my god and then it's also sad because you see a dude drinking a fifth a night a case of beer a night and then but if I wake up the next day and go to work I'm like oh my gosh how are you doing that. How are I, you I might have been there once or twice before. Yeah, it's, you know, I don't like, understand how people can do that. That's yeah. just woo. Well, it, you know, I think it's I think I think motivation in kind of dictates a little bit of you know outcome after the fact. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So if you can, you you know, I know guys that that can definitely throw down and and consume and they're hard hat wearing. Oh can yeah. I, can I just. Can I curse on this show? Is that free to do? Sorry, I haven't. Of course. Yeah. Right. Internet, baby. I just, I was just like, I'm, I've had that, I've had to tow that line on some other shows that I've been on. So I just no. suffer. I had to ask. No, real quick. let it, let it ride. I did baby. a, I did a, uh, DJ day, uh, high school prom last night too. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm still coming off of that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what's that like these days? What's a, what's a, what's a, what's a prom like in the age of COVID? Uh, last night it was like, and I don't mean to talk or throw or I don't know I mean like I don't know what anybody's views are I try not to have any views like I'm just on the front lines helping people have fun uh, but last night was probably like 75 kids no masks we were doing fucking cha-cha slide cupid shuffle man like like it was just nice like it was back in the day so Good. yeah I like that yeah. I want that yeah I I you know I actually you know I'm I'm vaxxed now um I've been in Kansas City I go you know my there's like four masks in my car because everywhere I go it's always been on and it's been that way for the entire year and I don't you know, I, I respect, I respect personal freedoms, but at the same time, I just played along, you know what I mean? Okay. So for this one, I'll give them, I'll give them, I give, I give everybody one, you know, like some of this is the first pandemic in my lifetime. Maybe, <laughs> maybe the second one, I might be like, are you sure? Cause yeah. like, you know, so well, there you go. There you go. Plus I get a lot of family that are, that are in um, medical field. And so they kind of push me to, to do that stuff. Okay. So yeah. But, uh, but I've but I've been in the, but I've been in the event world for a long time, mm-hmm. um, you know, off and on being a DJ, freelance AV. I go to a lot of um, like different businesses, and I've been in a lot of big venues, right? Like doing work in, I've even worked at Union Station for a month in the last year. Uh, so like you're around tons of people, right? Just so many handshakes, so many things. Um, I would do corporate AV at like the Mulebach, Marriott downtown, stuff like that. Uh, you know, trade shows, corporate trade shows, and you'd have you know, hundreds of people coming through there. You're climbing around, pulling XLR cables off the ground, wrapping them around, looking at your hand, looking at all the grime that's coming up off the floor when the event's over, you know what I mean? And so like, for me, I've always felt that I kind of had a, probably a, a a built up immune system just because I was always coming into contact with something. Right. Right. And then uh, at the time, my wife was working um, at the, as a contractor for Cerner in their, in one of their like cafeterias and like they had international travelers through there like every day of the week. So I was already, when this all started for me, it was like, we were already in high traffic, high volume. Yeah. And then because I did it at the time I was doing tech support, uh, uh, by April of last year, this time last year, I was already, Hey, there was your couple weeks at the, you know, work from home. Now I got, we got some job sites to get a roll. Yeah. So I've been out, you know, so I went for, 
you know, four or five months, um, just going back and like fixing Wi-Fi's, replacing cameras, going to offices. Some offices were were full staff and all masks, and some offices where nobody was there because they were all working remotely. It's funny how it is, right? Everyone's got their own little right. wherever you go. It's either full masks, so, no mask. Yeah, it's so I ain't scared. You know, I've done about uh, fifteen to twenty weddings now since July of last year, um, and five percent of the people wear masks, and it's you know I have not been sick the only time i get sick is when my daughter brings something home from daycare oh know? that's the worst oh yeah that's stum- <laughs> that stomach bug will fucking kill you you know so, yeah kids kids are little petri dishes man yeah. I, i'm more afraid of whatever they're gonna pass to me than covid so i just you know i just crush cannabis all day long you know probably about four or five six seven bowls a day maybe and you and, know they said back early on uh, with, yeah. for a few months that, that thc might might be beneficial for you during COVID that Could it can be. help battle it. I mean, there's a lot of medical benefits to it, and that's kind of the point too. You know, like mm-hmm. I've always kind of been a punk rock like stoner type, like you know, I'll, I'll always have joints at the at the rock show kind of person. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, as you get older, you know, almost uh, approaching forty, and you're like, okay, well, I'll still go to a rock show, I'll still do that, but I'm probably not going to be like hanging off the side of the car, you know, yeah. with a bong in hand kind <laughs> of thing either. Uh, but the cool thing now is that. You know, here that we, now that we have this law, um, I'm a patient and I've got a cultivator license so I can legally grow at home and I can possess. So as long as I'm not showing any signs of impairment and can, you know, manage my persons, it's no longer something that somebody's going to jail for. Right. So that's, right. that's the big shift now. And that was the big shift. And that's what I realized that, you know, the day after the vote, I was like, oh, sweet, we have a leg up now. We can kind of, now we can really like tried to normalize normalize this a lot faster. And now you won't get that pit in your stomach when there's a cop behind exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so like in, so one of the benefits that I got, uh, what Casey Weedblog actually presented to me was not necessarily like, Hey, Casey Weedblog is going to be this big, huge thing that I create. And all of a sudden becomes something on its own. What it did was it put me on the radar for some other people's projects. And so now um, I've done about like 30 to 40 live broadcasts with the evolution magazine um, you know, that's something that they pay me to do. Cool. And we're having cannabis conversations and normalizing cannabis and, you know, for, for veterans and we have nurses on the show and all this other stuff. So, um, that's kind of where like with Casey Weed blog, I kind of got distracted in the last six months, um, because I was just working on other people's stuff. Okay. But now it's turned into the, the saving grace, almost like the, how I weathered the storm of going from corporate world to not, um, and needing a new job in the middle of still COVID times, you know what I'm saying? And there's plenty of work out there for me, but uh, at the same time, it was just like, this is giving me an opportunity to actually, you know, not take Casey weed blog to the next level, but actually allow me to stay involved in cannabis. So maybe I still have something to say. You were saying that you've lost jobs because uh, of, lo- of your weed blog or, or it was, it was one of the reasons it was one of the reasons that okay. I was given. Um, I won't talk too much about it, but there's a lot of history there because the, the job that I lost was part of uh, kind of what built out some people, some, some groups uh, leg up here in, in Missouri. You know, like I said, I was back there and we were out in 2014 and 2015 for somebody that also was here in, in, you know, Kansas city, Missouri, that's going to be, that is operating. Okay. That is operating actually. They're open and operating. Okay. Um, and so, but I, I kind of, it's a, I don't want to go into too much of it, but it was, that's def- all right. I'm not going to, I'm definitely, like I said, I'm, I'm sleeping a lot better. I'm uh, drinking less. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm distanced from the people that were causing me stress. Nice. <laughs> and it, and it's, 
it's kind of a weird situation. Um, you can look it up, but they're uh, they're one of the they're like the they were the first manufacturer company here that's actually been putting stuff out. So any of the new stuff that you see at the stores, like the gummies, the sodas, and all that. I've not been to a store. I don't have yeah. my license. Um, so you're you're not even you don't even know any of that kind of stuff. I almost I don't know shit. You that's just like to smoke weed, for. right? You just you just like to smoke weed. You don't know any of the ins and outs and the details. I don't, I don't know nothing. That's man. All I'm that's, just that's better. just a dude. Just enjoy that. Like just fucking smoke weed and and, and yeah, <laughs> and go to parties, go to events. You know, it's like we we do through a lot of you know the, the culture tries to put together events because it's like, Hey, we need to get more people out doing these things on a Saturday afternoon, having positive conversations, uh, things mm-hmm. like that. And, and the biggest benefit, and this is the reason why, um, you know, I, I, I chose to be a, a cannabis consumer, uh, 20 plus years ago. Right. Like I, right. I, I, you, I would call myself recreational James. Like <laughs> I've, uh, I've been a rec dude for a long time. Yeah. Right. We just have fun. But in the, and the cool thing is that, Oh, okay. That helps you feel better too, Grandma. That helps you f- like avoid these pills, bro. Like, right. veteran, you're you're like getting through some of your nights without this, this, and that. And then I'm hearing people say that, like, on on our pod uh, on their live show, I get to hear these like stories every day. Mm-hmm. And it was the same stories that I would hear when I was in Colorado, when I'd be working at a medical facility on a Monday, Tuesday, hanging cameras or fixing computers, and you'd see the the old ladies and the people coming in, and they're just so freaking happy to be walking in yeah. there and getting something and and, and they were buying and they'll, they're the ones that'll buy like the low thc percentage or the, you know that'll buy the the more mellow stuff because they're literally mitigating pain mm-hmm. i'm just over here like yeah fucking blaze it up <laughs> right you know yeah. like, <laughs> I'm, a, like I said, I'm, a, I'm a big cbd fan um you know i like the gummies i like the flower of it it's uh i just enjoy what cb does cbd does for me uh it just relaxes me and then like a hard day at the gym it'll help with inflammation and yeah so i like a big cbd fan i don't know much about the stores the thc side as far as legality how you even get a card like how how do people go about getting a medical card in missouri well so like i had a uh i had a you know i had a time where i was like dealing with some arthritis in my back mm-hmm. um and so that was kind of like that you know you could do physical physical Damn, therapy. arthritis in your back like just in one doctor of doctor said i need a backyotomy just so you know, i got i just they were like they <laughs> hey you know what here's the thing they may have over diagnosed me yeah and i'm fine with that yeah because it may or may not work to my advantage <laughs> when i'm requesting certain things right sure and that's how that that's how that field works right mm-hmm. so here's the thing though if I were to qualify for a medication for like a back pain medicine, right? Mm-hmm. My insurance would probably pay for that, right? right. I might have a deductible, but the, the biggest cost would be uh, probably covered if I have a good plan. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's, you know, obviously there are people that don't don't have good plans too. Yeah. But um, so the funny thing about with like, you know, cannabis is that it's so easy to produce and right. it can help people so much that, um, you know, when you're talking about all that money that was used to produce these like pain pills, um, that now cannabis can mitigate for people. It's like, oh, well, now the the pharmaceutical company's a little upset, and I think and I think the pharmaceutical. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why I've been fighting it for the past. So at least you know, years, there you, you know? go. Yeah, exactly. So that's you know, there's there's that part of it too, right? Eighty years. There's so many elements, you know, like there's so many elements to cannabis now becoming a legal, socially acceptable thing because yeah. for the last eighties plus years. For it's m- been propaganda. Yeah. Really and bad. it's these, these, old, these older generations that have fallen for the propaganda that are still in control of everything. And Yeah. You know how bad – I'll tell here. here's my example and here's my brief, like, family history of it. So I came from the Bay Area, California, born in 1982. 
Uh, my dad was like a hate Ashbury hippie, 1968, 69, 70. Talk about going to see the doors, Joplin, Hendrix, all that stuff. Right. Dope. So imagine that, right. I'm, I'm James. I just, I was born into wonderland. Like we're going to have fun. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, flash forward, moved to Missouri when I was like 10 and go to high school, junior high dare era nineties. Oh, yeah. Right. And even the hippie parent was like pissed off that I was starting to smoke weed. You know what I mean? So it was like, and it just kind of went, it, it became something that I was always in trouble for. There was such a horrible, horrible program. I actually, uh, so you know where, uh, you know where like uh, research psychiatric is on, here's some, here's some gold for anybody that follows, you know where research psychiatric is on, uh, what is it? Uh, 63rd over by the hospital or 63rd. Is that, that by the VA? Is that? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, I, they, my parents actually checked me in there when I was like a freshman <clears throat> in high school for weed. For weed? Yeah, dude. You know, and Damn. there was other stuff going on in my life that were way crazier than weed, but they, they use that as kind of like a, this is a reason why we can force you to go in there. Okay. And so, you know, it was, it was fine. Like I did a month of crazy, yeah, crazy. Right. Uh, and then obviously as a kid, teenager getting, you know, I've, I've been arrested. Um, I got off lucky and I'm going to, I want to clarify that right now because I got off lucky. I only did 10 days in a city jail for a couple grams of weed. This was like in 99 or people don't understand what it was like back in the late nineties, early two thousands as, as a, as a, someone that was, uh, in the world of weed, like yeah. if you were a pot smoker, just if you're just a pot smoker trying to, first of all, you, ha- I was riding my bike and like throwing my weed bag across the field because I didn't want to go to jail that night. You know what I mean? And all I was doing was riding, I was riding out to my, you know, yeah. friend at the time to go meet up with them. And I was on a fucking bicycle and I was still scared to go to fucking jail because I had a bag of weed in my pocket. That's yeah. what it was like, dangerous back. That's People what, don't understand. Yeah. And, and I'm going to say this right now because like we are talking about it and I don't think enough people talk about it, but like the, the racial disparity in that and mm-hmm. the people that have suffered the most are not me and, and um, you know, um, black and brown people are it, the statistics show four times more affected by arrests. Right. Like little, straight up. Well, the reason why it's so illegal it's is bullshit. Because, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, I think it was that's all racial. Yeah. I mean, it was, it, uh, you know, it was the, the propaganda was as the, the blacks and the Mexicans are raping our white women. So, so that's we what, have to outlaw. This that's why, I, that's why I say for madness. And that's bullshit. That's why I say when I did 10 days in a city jail, that was nothing. Right. Because I know that there are people still incarcerated right now. I know I, uh, you know, so I wear a, I'll wear a weed shirt, um, like a pot leaf shirt or something like that. And I'll go shop at uh, Brookside because I'm living Waldo, mm-hmm. Brookside, Kansas City, you know, the the place to shop on a Saturday afternoon. And, uh, you know, you get some looks, you know, like you'll get the guy that's like, yeah, man, I like your shirt. I've, you know, he's probably wearing a Colorado shirt or something yeah. like that. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, the worst looks that I get, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this, is that it's the, it's the older black ladies that look at me like, you fucking, you motherfucker. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like you're coming in here to this store, you're going to wear that fucking shirt. You motherfucker. Okay. And and I and I can see that, man. And I don't. I'm not upset about that. I'm sure. just. I'm kind of feeling what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, it's because their husband or brother or or somebody in the family has suffered. Served time so for a couple much grams of pot. Lot yeah. could, lives ruined, dude. Yep. I mean, like you get a felony, live ruined. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, where are you at? So, like, socioeconomically after that, right? Mm-hmm. So, I I just wanted to recognize that since we brought it up sure i'm just i got off lucky and then i learned how to put a collar on go work in the corporate world get high take a shower go to work (laughs) (laughs) you know prime up 
wash it off so nobody can smell it and then just go get to work and get shit done. So yeah. I learned how to do that, but you know, other people didn't get that chance. And so that's the other element of the last 20 years of cannabis is that you know, our whole country is going through this conversion process. You know what I'm saying? Slowly, very, very, very slowly, but yeah. at least it is happening. We're, I mean, what, 30, <clears throat> I think there's 37, eight, nine. I mean, New York, New York was the latest when the, I've got on my radar. I'm sure there's other stuff going on. They, you know, New York just passed it. So I got buddies from New York, like, Hey James, like, tell me how to use your raspberry Pi thing and grow this. And, Blah, blah, blah. like that's yeah cool, dude. it's it's awesome we just need it federally we need it federally done you know this i mean it's it's great that the states are weaseling in with medical and a few of them are, are getting it in recreational but until f the federal the feds you know the, it's legal at the federal level yeah it's just we're not i don't know i'm not gonna be happy oh well, it's fully happy you know it's just yeah isn't it, about time let's go i mean if, i can't believe trump didn't do it like Dude, it could have been one of the last things he did. I don't understand why that <laughs> fucking idiot didn't do it. And Biden's a fucking moron, too. And I can't believe, you know, and then he's got, I, you know, I don't want to go down that road. But Biden, at least, Biden better do it. There, there, there's been some actually Democrats right now because uh, something just passed in the first state south of the Mason-Dixon line. Virginia just legalized it. Oh, did they? Recently. Yeah, okay. like they legalized, the they, days, they maybe? legalized or decriminalized or something. Yeah. And it was, uh, they did it. But it wasn't supposed to go in effect until 2024. But I think the governor said, no, we're doing it now. We're not waiting. We're not going to let people get arrested now for something that we just legalized but won't start for another four years or something. Exactly. So we pushed that forward. And then him and then I think Mitch McConnell is going to try and have like a conversation with Biden about like, look, it's 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 time we get this done federally. I mean, the yeah. cats have been out of the bag. What are we doing? What are we doing? Who are, Who's giving you the money? Like clearly – Clearly, someone's getting paid somewhere that's keeping <laughs> it's not. I mean, it's it's clear. It's clear well, as you day. Know, you can't you could, put toothpaste back into the tube. If, if you do it slow enough, you can just convert all that money into to your own to your friends' pockets and all that kind of stuff, that's, right? That's gonna happen anyway. Yeah, I know. So, but yeah, no, it, that's that's the thing is that you know that's the, the, the people that suffer that equation at the end of the day are the consumer and the patients <clears> and, and everybody. You know what I mean? There are a lot of people making a lot of money off of off of Ill, cannabis. being illegal. A lot of people are making a lot of money off it being illegal. Well, so check this out. It, they also make money off of it because it's highly regulated, right? So right. now you have an you have an entire consultant industry that are cons cannabis consultants that go in and charge whatever they want because they know cannabis compliance and reliability. You know, name me other businesses that you can go out and start as a person in a free market America that have to have all these extra layers. Um, you know, just to open business. Just right. Probably not many outside right. of California. Yeah. So, <laughs> but. Uh, so that's, you know, that's another, that's another leg in the fight for people is that if you, you know, there's people that I know that wanted to be business owners and they got the, they, <clears throat> they didn't score as well, I guess, you know what I'm saying? Right. I so. mean, that, that's, that's the thing that sucks is that there is a, a, a set number of people that they're allowing, right. which is such bullshit. Like I thought this was an open marketplace. I thought this was uh, capitalism. Let anybody get, get right. in that can. Like, that make like sense? If you can pass the regulations, fine, then get involved because how, uh, how many people do you know? that want to get into that business, but they just can't because of, like you're saying, well, license so is denied. I'll, so remember a lot of people applied mm -hmm. and a lot of people were denied. Right. And the, and the, and the fee between the applicants, non-refundable between the applicants, uh, tuned up to about 20 mil. <sighs> so you just took 20 million out of, uh, so you just, let's just say we just took 18 million out of small business investment in, in Missouri. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And they're using that money, some of that, not all of it, because it's ear, it's supposed to be earmarked for like Veterans Commission and stuff like that. But uh, some of it, they're using it to actually pay the fees to litigate the people that are 
applying, you know, they're put in a f- appeals with the state. Like, Hey, I paid my, like, Hey, your scoring process sucked. Mm-hmm. Hey, I paid my 10,000, 20,000. Cause that was 10,000 per license, non-refundable. Yeah. Wow. And there's people that applied That's so much. There money. are, there are people that applied for 11 licenses. Oh shit. Yeah. Right. Damn. So, they, so all these teams got together and were like, we're going to go full boat. Let's mm-hmm. go full boat. You got, you got a couple G, you know what I mean? Like, so right. all these groups started coming together and like you, it's cause they had to, you had to fucking, you had to push. So what I'm getting at though, is that think about that. Like, think about some guys that just decided to go out and invest in something. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, or everybody's like, Oh yeah, let's, let's do this. Let's, let's go invest like a hundred grand and let's do this business. We've got a beautiful plan and, and they do. Mm-hmm. Right. And if it was a microbrew plan, they would have just fucking killed it. They would have been the next hot microbrew in the middle of the crossroads. Mm-hmm. Everybody be going there and game on, right? Yeah. So why are we hyper-regulating cannabis to an extent that... I guess probably because it's federally illegal still, maybe. Right? Would that be their excuse? I mean, that's the only thing I can come up with how can as you, an excuse. How can you use that excuse if you're still allowing this to happen in the state? Like, are you, are you, are you, are you, I, don't are know. You, I just know that there, there's gotta be some kind of is that, is that dance the, is that, that, that they're, 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 they're partaking in because it's uh, not federally legalized. Like how are, what's the regulations like with, uh, with a dispensary now here in Missouri and, uh, their relationship with a bank? Like how can they, can they depart? Do they have to use cash? Could our banks going to allow, if you get on the website of dispensaries, you'll still in Missouri, you'll still probably see that. Yeah. We are a cash only dispensary. Um, so that I don't think has changed anytime soon from when I was out in Colorado and it was a lot of cash. Right. So I can see maybe that's some kind of obstacle that they're using because of the, because it's not legal federally is because of the banks don't want to deal with these dispensaries. Right. Sure. And that's why they put out, that's why they said you had to have like liquid capital to, to, or, I mean, that was part of it. They wanted you to show, obviously the, they wanted to show that you had money in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why they had these fees and everything too. But, um, you know, it's just crazy because I, I I look at it as like I have you know people out there that are you know friends of mine or business colleagues or like I said I've I've ridden my bike in your neighborhood you know like I'm I've been not at ca- night I hope no <laughs> you want to hey, I'm like uh I mean, yeah whatever um <laughs> just kidding around folks I live in a gated community on a golf course fuck off there's there is a golf. <laughs> could you imagine we used to part what the what's the golf course over there off lee summit road there were some apartments across the street and we used to we used to party over there with some people too that's, i have no idea i used to cruise yeah this was like almost 20 years ago that's kind of funny <clears throat> i've been, so i've been all around kansas city for the last 20 25 years man you yeah know, like uh, I lived in Independence for a while. I lived in Raymore. I lived in Lee Summit. Um, I've worked in Kansas City. I've worked in Lee Summit. I've worked in Independence. I was at uh, Best Buy Geek Squad over off 40 Highway across from Independence Center Mall. I was, I... I was smoking weed back then, too, yeah. by the way. This was like 2004, 2006. Yeah, so, congratulations. Yeah. So I'm like, I've just always been around different areas. And, and, and so, like, yeah, that's kind of what, like, I could finally just be me and show out. And Casey Weed Blog just became I'm really like, happy for you that you have this this outlet and this, this thing that you've began, it's, you waited to start doing your weed blog right when it came ill or when it became kind of, you know, when it passed, how come you didn't want to start it before that? Like an underground KC weed blog. Is that just cause it was too dangerous? No, because I actually wanted to, I wanted to be like 100%. Like you have to accept me no matter what I say, you can't take that away from me mm-hmm. and, and all that good stuff. So, um, you know, I try, I, I kind of, I'll bark on the page, but I try not to put anything out there that's like too vulgar or anything like that. I don't, I've actually, it's crazy. Cause all you, these, there's a lot of cannabis companies and, and, 
and media people that say they get flagged for content a lot. Mm -hmm. And I've never been flagged for content. You know what I mean? And so it's just like, I I don't know what it is about me. I don't know if it's just the way that I write because I'm a DJ and I do like weddings and proms and stuff like that. I know how to like take the conversation Mm -hmm. and, and package it this way. Just like when I asked, like I I checked myself before I said, uh, fuck an F bomb on your show. Mm -hmm. And did you see that little hiccup right there? I still have to (laughs) like, you know what I mean? So, um, it's, it's crazy that that's actually been like the saving grace of it. So being a hundred percent legal, I'm Casey Reed blog. I started it the day after it was legal. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying day one, I'm legal guys. Here's how I use cannabis. I didn't even get my card for like, like, cause you couldn't get your card right away. Yeah, how do you get your card? Like, like explain. I, how. I didn't answer that. I apologize. Yeah, that's all right. It's, this show is yeah. all about taking different paths. You got to keep me on track. Yeah. So, uh, so let's answer that. To get your card, if you have a qualifying condition, and there's a lot of qualifying conditions, if you go the, the list is just if you see an ad for somebody, or you know, asking like your mom group or something like that, or or you know your uh, whatever, ask your buddies like, hey, do you know who's a good place to go to? There's places. Uh, I, I, well, who is a good play? Is there some that you work with or that you would recommend on, on Mike right now or no? Yeah, I would actually recommend a lot of different people and I don't, um, so I get paid on a different show, but I don't take any, I've Casey weed blogs actually never contracted any money in, um, from anybody. So and I don't get any kind of kickbacks or anything like that. Um, every once in a while, somebody like throws me something that I can put fire to and that's it mm-hmm. everything else is just <laughs> awesome. for, K- for KCB blog anyway yeah. so yeah um, I know that there's a group in uh, Raytown it's like Missouri Medical Clinics I believe um, I can't remember the exact um, spot or the road that I'm pretty sure it's Raytown Road um, there's like a, like a Mexican restaurant on the west side of the street and they're on the east side of the street as you're coming up north maybe so um, they're a good spot to go to they also have a spot in Westport so if you know where um, Riot Room is Yep. Just kind of go up the go up the way a little bit, go back up north on the same side of the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. You kind of cut over because the road gets kind of funky right yep, there. Yep. Uh, but they also have a second location there too. Okay. Um, a lot of people like doing the online stuff, so you can literally do telehealth uh, for this. So you know, get your get some paperwork that you can show, but you can actually use a phone and and actually call into some of these places. Okay. And you'll tell it tell it like kind of how we're sitting here, obviously, but with across phones, and mm-hmm. you'll talk to a doctor and they'll look at your um, your qualifying condition and, and, you know, that qualifying condition isn't some like big, don't go to your doctor and ask for like a big report that says you're, uh, right. Don't, I mean, you don't need to go there. Don't you know? oversell it. Uh, don't oversell it. Yeah. Uh, cause all, all of the clinic, like uh, I get headaches yeah. when you get headaches every time I think weed uh, is so illegal. I, so I, I, I'm going to say this cause I'm going to talk, I'm going to say this comment because it's not about the Missouri program, but check this out in, uh, like nine, I think it's been nine, 10 years now. I was in LA for a buddy's wedding. Okay. And all the boys were getting together for the, cause we're all part of the wedding party. You know what I mean? And right. yeah. And it's one of those and we're the, it's all the party guys. So we get out there and, and he's the groom. So he's busy as fuck and nobody else's residence sucker. So, but so they had a medical system back then. They didn't, it wasn't recreational in California then. So you had to have a medical card to walk into a dispensary. Mm-hmm. So like, here we are, we're just a bunch of guys from out of town. We couldn't really find anybody to just sell us weed. So we're like, I was like, fuck it. I'm, I, yeah. I saw the sign. I was on, on Venice, Venice beach, you know, the strip there where you, I don't know if you've ever been out there, but you've never walk. been, but I've heard the name. 
so you can you can go out there and I, w- I was out there i saw the sign and it said you know weed certs or something like that or like get certified here so mm-hmm. i walk in it's back of a head shop i talked to a do- <laughs> d- talk, talk to a doctor and hey doc you better use air quotes when you say doctor if it's in the back of a head shop <laughs> right but no but you know what i'm saying but you have a certified yeah, doctor I'm that's, with you. you know and he was probably an older guy he's probably retiring you know yeah. he's probably just like get that money king he's just like i'm just gonna sit here in in certified <laughs> stoners yeah. you know nice. and uh or, or whatever or, pa- or patients i'm sorry yeah, i don't yeah. mean to interchange the two i'm not i know people that actually need it but but at the time it was just like okay i really want some weed i don't want i just want to i'm tired of fucking around i can see the store the store is right there why can't i walk into the store so i got certified that day and it was an it was a three month uh three month temporary california license okay for for medical card and i was like yeah i just i just moved here i'm (laughs) saying i don't have a permanent address yet yeah yeah i looked something up on my phone and i (laughs) I just memorized it within like 20 minutes nice so he kept asking me the address like four or five times but i had the address memorized nice and it was i don't know some some dude in in la might get mail (laughs) with my name on it to this day because of that one meeting i don't know dude nice but uh so i got my i got the i got the pass took about like 30 40 minutes yeah. and uh and then i had this paper and i walked into the dispensary for the first time as a legal patient in california cool and uh and i wasn't even living there i was just, I was just a tourist i a tourist I, that i beat skated the, the system kind of got gotcha, you got gotcha, you bitch got gotcha, bitch so um so i have so you know that was california i didn't do anything i've played by the by the all the rules here in missouri you uh, play by the rules there too. I'm, I'm, I'm allowing it. <laughs> I'll allow it. But I walked into the store. We got a bag, and then me and all the buddies like walked down to the beach and roasted a couple joints, and it was like the coolest score. And even my buddy's uh, mom, that was a, a lawyer uh, <laughs> and prosecutor for uh-huh. for a minute, like they were, they were like, "That's pretty funny, James." Nice. Yeah. So it was like it was then that I knew like, oh, there's going to be a shift. Mm-hmm. That was like around 2011, maybe 2012. When that experience happened, I'm like, oh, wow, legal weed is coming. It just has to get here. Uh, and then I caught back up with it in 2014, 2015 in Colorado, where I was like working at med, facility, med facilities, but then they also had recreational was just opening up, you know, and getting and getting rolling at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, now I can work in a med shop and I can go buy in a rec shop. Okay. And I can just be a tour. Right. I can be a tourist in a rec shop. Right. 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 So, right. Yeah. So, um, so I got to see the, the line between like, hey, here I just... I got the, I, I'm, I faked the system, right? Here's the system and I can be a tourist. Mm-hmm. Here's the price difference between a patient and a tourist. Mm-hmm. And then here we are in Missouri. So here we are in Missouri. So talk, call up one of these places or go in, talk to the doctor, tell them what you have with your ailments. Don't, mm-hmm. don't oversell it. Yeah. And then, that could be a prescription get, for like a sleep aid or okay. something like that. And then it they're going to give you, they're going to certify you. Certify gonna, well, you. And it's not a certification. It's a recommendation and then it's a recommendation only. Okay. So they, they recommend to the state that you're that you meet the qualifying conditions that the people voted on now these it's not like it's worded to not be official okay so when you go doctor when, protection I think. when you're going to this doctor that's going to give you the recommendation yeah can you not go to your general practitioner for a recommendation like that or does it have to be these is it a certain kind of doctor that can it's, do this recommendation what it is is it's almost not worth the fight it's not it's not worth the time it's not worth the time of trying to convince your certified care physician to write you that script. But could you, if you have a cool doctor and you're like, listen, like for me personally, I'm on Baclofen. Can I sure. be like, look, if, I don't want to be on this shit. It fucks with my liver. You know, you know, you, know, well, you, know go, sh- sh- you want the, I mean, 
the easy answer or the hard answer to that? The hard answer is that he's going to have people that are manufacturers of other products that, uh, that he's been selling, you know, right. that, that you, that might conflict with, with, with his bottom line. I mean, it's right. I mean, the prescri- I'm just curious. Is there, far, that's if you I, believe I, that there's more to a prescription than just the prescription. For sure. I, the only reason I'm asking is I'm just wondering, is it, do you have to go to one of these places or would it be worth it? Your no, next dude, checkup cons- for somebody, hey, dude, if you want the, if you want the no anxiety way to get your medical card, you find a place that does telehealth mm-hmm. and you pick up your phone and you say, Hey dude, I want to get my card. Okay. Here's where I'm qualified. You know what their job is? They want to yes. get you qualified. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're there to help you. Right. They will guide you through as much uh, as you need to get to the end of that, at, to the end of the piece of paper. Right. There are companies that'll give them away. If you want to watch a sh- one of our shows, evolution live series um, that I, that I help operate, like they give away cards and certifications at times. They give okay. away uh, gift cards to uh, dispensaries. Now. How much is it to get a, to get certified, to get a recommendation, to get whatever it is to get your medical card? Is, it, is there, there certainly has to be a fee involved. So there's state fees. Okay. First thing is state fees. Let's talk about the state fees. State fees is like 25, 26 bucks to be a patient just to submit once a year. You have to have 26 bucks, 26 bucks a year to be a patient. And then an extra hundred dollars if you want to be a cultivator. Okay. And that's a yearly basis, right? And so all with the that's just to the state, then you have the doctor whatever they charge. And okay. so when the program first start when check this out, check yeah. this out when the program first started, uh-huh. there was doctors charging like 350 400 bucks for Of course it was. Yeah, of course it of was. Of course. So most people, I think most Cash people Cash in on that ignorance. Fuck yeah. So I think most people probably should pay uh, $100 or less for a certification. Okay. And I think people should probably pay like $75, $50 or less for renewal. And to be honest, and, and this might not be popular, and this is why Casey Weed Blog doesn't have sponsors, is that I would go so far as to say is that any certification company that's out there that may hear this, sh- you need to stop charging so much for these in the first place um, because eventually you're not going to be relevant. And, you you know, when, when it goes to full wreck, people are going to stop getting certified. Mm-hmm. There won't be a need to. You know what I'm saying? Well, maybe that's why they're charging so much because they see that they see a, the end of the tunnel. Well, yeah, like so I got to get I got to cash in as much as I can while so, I can right now. So here's the biggest part of the whole problem, right? The moment that federal and our state we get to a finally to a point where we're like, hey, we get dude, married and have a weed baby. It just yeah, it's just cool, right? It's as cool as the liquid drinks they sell at every corner, at every bar, at every restaurant throughout America. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when we finally get to that point, we're gonna look back and we're gonna say, man, look how much time and energy and money and drama and overregulation that we've already wasted. Not to mention all of the resources that we wasted. Uh, for the last 80 years, keeping this plant away from people. Um, it's just... Well, they had, did a horrible job well, of or, keeping it away from people, or, too. Yeah, all, they've yeah, been, right. all they've been doing is incentivizing and giving cartels fucking power and money. Isn't that the crazy thing, is that they try to demonize it so much, but it's like, it's the consumers that were, you know, we're the ones that brought it back, we're gonna bring, and we're going to bring it back. And, you know, it's like, we're, we're on that fight now. And well, We've been fighting it since it got, got... The fight existed before I was born. You know, yeah, I mean, you know ever since the so, guy, yeah, ever I've since. seen normal uh, magazines that were dated in the '70s, and I was born in '82, so I get that I'm just another person on this right. big long wave of a fight. You no, know? I've been fighting this shit since I don't know. Right, what's his name? I, I, I don't know. God, I, I stopped drinking and everything. I can't even come up with a name. <laughs> Not Harry Anslinger, <laughs> Dupont. That, and, yeah, uh, a, God damn it, Citizen Kane, the movie that was made about him. That had all the fucking. 
decorticator. He had all the newspapers. Hearse, hearse, hearse. Yeah. God damn it, hearse. You know, I have whatever. So, yeah, I mean, that's so William yeah. Randolph Hearst. There it is. I'm <laughs> back, baby. That son of a bitch. He's yeah. a big reason why it uh, got outlawed. He's the one that had all the newspaper publications across the country and was was putting out the propaganda. Yeah. You know, and then, uh, yeah, it's, it went fighting for 80 years or whatever the hell it's been. Yeah. Right. I know. And that was the that was the cool. That was the craziest thing for me is going from a punk rock kid that was getting in trouble every once in a while to. Now they're like, oh, James, go hang some cameras and go help us sell cannabis. And that's awesome. You know, man. and so, so I actually, you found a way in the weed business without having to be in the weed business. No, I have. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's so I'm an ancillary uh, is what you would call that. Basically, like I serve the cannabis business, but none of the money that comes to me is through cannabis sales, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. It does. So, um, you know, there's they pay for advertising and then the advertiser pays me to operate. Mm-hmm. And there's that. With Casey Weed Blog, uh, I've had people approach me and offer me like, "Hey, you want to you want to sponsor? You want to do some stuff?" And I made it pretty clear from the beginning that I wasn't going to be like a a, a sponsor chaser. Mm-hmm. So I have zero to this day, and that means that if I say something, it's you not, and I have something in common. I have zero sponsors too. I mean, so I didn't start the this show. They can't cancel you if you ain't got no sponsor. I didn't start like my presence. I didn't start my presence to be beholden to anybody. Right. I started my presence to be me. Right. Amen. And so. Um, you know, it, it, what happens is that if you take somebody on, you right. are potent, especially as a producer and a creator, mm-hmm. you're kind of, if you're co-signing it, right. Mm-hmm. Um, then it's, that's some, if something goes awry with other people or uh, you're now associated in that camp too. Right. And I'm done playing that game actually. Okay. Cause I've already, so that's the biggest get of why I chose to alleviate myself from, from working in a, in a company that I had history with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and ultimately what led to me talking a little bit of shit, not directly, but indirectly that got me, um, um, terminated at my job uh, via email. What job was that? Uh, it tech nine years of camera <laughs> security. Yeah. It's fun <laughs> stuff. Putting cameras in, in, in IT stuff in, in weed shops in Colorado and Nevada. But, uh, the, the good thing was, is that People were a lot of people were at odds for a lot of valid reasons for the people that I worked for mm-hmm. um, as a contractor again, you know what I mean? But because I worked for an IT shop, I never worked for any kind of operators out there. We okay. were just we were just their IT. So company. anyway, some drama with some yeah, whatever. Sure. So but, but people would yell at me for who I worked for back okay. back then. So I got to Colorado. What the fuck do they care? I don't know, but I got to Colorado. Yeah. I got to Colorado, and people found out who I was and who I worked with and who I worked for, and they started yelling at me like, "Fuck, James, why are you working for these motherfuckers?" And I'm like, "Who were you working? I got. I want to know who you were working for now. Oh my gosh, why would people? What? What develops this kind of hate? What produces this kind of hate for a company? They shady or what? Uh, well, you know, and that's. I don't want to get into that. No, because, I know. I'm just. I'm. I'm just pressing you because I'm not. I'm not here to. I'm not here to talk. I'm just like, what the hell? Who could it possibly be? Who I, get, why would you get mad at somebody for? <laughs> so here's the crazy thing: is that if I want to be involved in this industry, I have to put up with the fact that I'm going to run into people anyway. Yeah. Um. Uh. Even people that I've you know chose not to work with already. Yeah, and, it's a small. I imagine it's kind of a small world. Yeah, it is a small world, especially right now. Right. So right. It, it's like. Uh, all I got to say is that whatever, I'm cool. You know, you do you, you, I'm, I'm not there anymore, so I don't have to account for it. And that's why I don't right. take any sponsorships and that's why I don't nice. want to be involved officially. So here's, here's what I did do. And here's what I will talk about is that, uh, I used my experience to write for seven other companies that were investing and in trying to get a license. Mm-hmm. I did floor plans. I gave all of my best knowledge and technical skill to companies at, at a very, 
uh, hometown rate, if that makes sense. Okay, cool. So I didn't, and I, and I, I feel like I made some good friendships through that process. Uh, I definitely watched people's uh, hopes and dreams get kind of destroyed oh. with, you know, betting, you know, betting a large sum of money. You know, if they went after more than one or two licensing, I mean, they were they were throwing six Fuck. figures at it, if Damn. not more. You know what I mean? So, right. so I, you know, and I. I always feel bad because I was like, man, I hope I wasn't, I, you know, I was like, man, I hope I wasn't the guy on the team that fucked it up. Like, oh. I, wasn't, I wasn't the rece- receiver in the end zone at I the end of the Super Bowl and dropped the yeah. ball, you know, like, no, I just dropped the ball at the fucking, at the, at the, you know what I mean? So, yeah. so I was, I never wanted, I was like, <clears throat> fuck. So I feel their frustration and their pain. Right. Uh, and that's why it's important for me to try to tell, that's why, that's what pulled me into the politics of it, I guess, is what you we could say is that. Um, here I was just wanting to be like, hey, we're open. We're having fun. Let's do this thing. It's just going to be great. You know, medical prices in Colorado are great. And then all of a sudden it went to, oh, here's this limited industry that is like we're now the second most uh, we're the second highest cost ounce retail in dispensaries in the nation. Does every new medicinal state start off like that? They then- say that. Okay. They say, I mean, I mean it makes sense. That's the excuse. And it's, and it's an excuse in some ways and it's the reality in other ways, but mm-hmm. it, I don't think it always has to be that way. And that's why, you know, I'll, I'll, I will say this. I'm not, I, I'm never, I've never turned anybody in my life. So when I talk about some of these stories, like I would never, like, if I'm talking about you, don't worry. Cause I'm never even, I would never put your name on anything, but I know people that go to Oklahoma every day. Or drive to Colorado on the regular, or you know, for the last ten years. It's legal in Oklahoma. Yeah, and for the last yeah, and they've got like a crazy open market too. Uh, and and for the last ten years, you know, you get your buddy that you're like, oh yeah, put your buddy on the train to to Colorado because he's got his med card. You just pay for his hotel that night. You put him on the train. You have him send him out there, and then he just brings back a, a, a pound or two. And you know, right? So well, that's, yeah, that's, and that's what and that's what's been plugging the streets for a good minute too. Well, yeah, that's the problem with. Why, that's why the feds need to, or who, I don't know if we should say the Fed, but that's why it needs to be federally legalized is because you've created, you've just created a, a, a bigger black market now. So I'm going to say this right now in Colorado, and I've called this out before, and I told a compliance manager, and they said it's working as intended. Shut up, James. Uh, we had high plant count patients that had 99 uh, plants growed in their name in the state of Colorado. That's how their program worked. Uh, those people would walk in and they would buy, um, you know, a pound or two. And they would do it, you know, maybe in one purchase or two purchases that same week. And if I was working at the same facility for four or five days, you'd kind of see people come and go, keep come and go. Right. Right. Uh, so, um, you know, you, you tell me the dude that's coming in wearing bling every day that can buy a pound over the counter, mm-hmm. um, you know, and and two days later, I'm like, same fucking strain they just harvested back up. You know what I mean? So I'd, I was like, dude, this is what's going on. So that's another leg in the fight of everything too right. is that they're now it's like Missouri's legal but it's still cheaper to get everything from California and Colorado and drive to Oklahoma make it take a day trip mm-hmm. you know you'll say you'll save more uh going there and just making a day trip uh to another state than you will uh going into a dispensary and that's right. why like this limited market actually just further it just makes it longer right it just of, makes the fight longer yeah right unintended consequences with something like this clearly right and i don't think i don't think it's i think it's because most of the people in the department obviously were are new to this site they had no idea you know you'd yeah. think they'd know by now with the culture and how open it's been in other it's states gotta be like aren't they ha- like you'd think they'd have people that are telling them this shit right like so there it's, are it's more it's common sense right so there there are and that's i guess you know that's what that's that's why I try to use my voice sometimes too. Um, I'm sure the Department of Health and Senior Services know who I am because I recorded a video once that may or may not was meant to be seen. 
that, okay. th that they let stream at the end of a broadcast. Okay. Um, you know, with the directors basically saying like, you know, I didn't want this or, or I didn't, you know, I didn't sign up for it. I'm just doing my job kind mm -hmm. of thing. And, you know, so, and that was in an oversight committee, oh, sure. you know, post oversight. It was like three hours. And I was like, I was like, I, had, I, was, I don't know why I was recording it because somebody else couldn't. And they thought that it should be recorded and viewed. And so, you know, like I was doing that. I had the laptop sitting next to me. I had headphones in because my kid was a little bit younger at that time. So I had headphones listening to this oversight thing. All I was doing was just listening and recording. It ends, you know, I hit, uh, I hit, you know, stop on the recording on the laptop and, uh, I'm sitting there. I probably like loaded a bowl or something like a minute later, some audio pops into my headphones. I'm like, what's that? I just go over there and hit, hit record again real quick. And I actually put that on the page and upload it. I think it's still out there. But it's kind of it was just kind of funny at the at the time it was just like, oh shit! It was like here's here's a glimpse into, you know, there's an oversight committee going on right now, pulling these guys in, saying why are there so many friggin' lawsuits, and they were just kind of like, why'd you have to do this here? Like why'd you have to call us out in front of everybody and and all this stuff? And it kind of was like a, somebody told me that it was like they used that to to kick another can down the road with the investigation. So I was like. Oh shit! I just did something, and I'm not not everybody's favorite person right now because of it. On the political, on the okay, does that make sense? Uh, you got some politicians mad at you? Well, yeah, probably. Okay, and they they they're I mean, mad at everybody. They're mad at everybody. Yeah, they would they would only be mad at the people. They're not necessarily mad at me now, but they're going to be mad at what I might say later on down the road as we fight for the, the adult use and an open market and all that kind of stuff, too. Well, they're dinosaurs and they just need to get with the times then. Right. They just need to be mad at themselves. Don't be mad at can't be mad at people yeah. bringing truth. So I think uh, I think <laughs> one, I think one thing to focus on that I would like to share is that there's going to be a, that there's probably going to be a couple options for the people of Missouri in the next. Let's can we uh, let's put a pin on that real quick. I got to go pee. I had a lot of water. You're let's good. let's pause this real quick, and then we'll start back up with. I can where you want to close go that, that out. Yeah, yeah. What time? I'm fine too. By the way, on time. I don't know how long you normally roll. We'll keep going. I just want to pee and then come back. Is that cool? Yeah. All right. You can cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I won't. All right, Charles, stop this real quick. <laughs> don't call it a comeback. Here we go. Thank you guys for allowing me that break. I am. Uh, you know, not the greatest podcast host because of my bladder. You're fine. It is cool. Like you walk straight into, you just walk straight into this place, ground floor. You don't have to worry about load in, load out. I mean, it's nice. So Ready to go. I, I like how you just kind of bring it right in, bring it to it. So what's that when you walk in the studio and it's yeah. just, you open the door and bam, bam, you're studio, here. You're in my stew. Yep. That's it's cool. Right. I dig that. I, I love it. Thanks, man. I worked hard on it. I like it. It's a fun yeah. little environment. Yeah. This is my favorite thing. Every Sunday, my favorite thing to do. It's funny going from like professional studios at audio school and then like playing in a rock band in a dingy basement with like spider <laughs> webs and stuff like that and always yeah. trying to like find the, the the difference in between the two, right? I think yeah. one thing that I would love to do before I get too old was like have a house that I could build a studio in, you know what I mean? And, and that's, that's where maybe some of my struggles over the last six months have come mm -hmm. is that with career change, job, um, I stumbled into another organization that was going to let me use an office to broadcast out of. Okay. Uh, and so I don't know if you saw that I've got a couple YouTube videos um, that are like the interview series. And I got through four of them. The The fourth one was kind of like when COVID was really making it hard to book anything um, or I just it, it was it's getting bad at the time. Um, so it was, and it was towards the end of the year with the holidays. And, and then, you know, so um, 
so I got through three episodes with three of like the guests that I really wanted to have on. And I was going to start going through even more people in, in cannabis media. A lot of people, you know, produce their own content. Everybody has a YouTube something. Sure. There's a lot of competition out there. I guess if you want to look at it as competition, I don't look at it as a competition uh, with people, with content creators. I actually enjoy that you've asked me to come out here. Um, I just kind of rebooted my podcast as an audio only because that's what's easier for me to just to do right now and not yeah. focus on like the space and the studio and all that kind of stuff. So mine was meant to be audio only but i was like eh there's 80 bucks for cameras i'll just throw a couple of those and throw it up on youtube what the hell but right. most people listen to this hardly anybody watches it well and i think that's what i what i realized is that what i needed well, i'm trying to provide now what i kind of felt like i needed i wasn't getting a good audio um, environment because everybody does like live stuff and it's all about are you live in the chat are you interacting mm. and if you're not watching what's going on you know you, you're are you getting it? So there's some things that you could kind of listen in and, and tune in. So that's why I was like, I want to force myself to do something that is good to put on like Spotify that I'd be proud of. Right. You know what I'm saying? Cause as a, as a audio engineer, as a live sound guy, as a person that's played in some bands, you know, briefly at certain times in my life, I'm like the audio quality matters to me. Oh, if you're going to do a podcast or anything, you have, your audio has to be on point. People I mean, are going to tune out. Yeah. That's why I spent like $400 on this mic. I actually have two of them. I got, you know, yeah. Interface. Yeah. I'd love to have those. These mics I have are pretty good. Yeah. But not I wasn't trying to be offensive. I just knew that oh, I slobber yeah. all over this. Like I took no offense to it whatsoever. Yeah. Cause I was just like, you know what I mean? Like bring your mic. Yeah. Like I got my mic, I got my headphones. We good, you know, yeah. like, you know, and, and honestly I kind of use it. It's every, every mic's got a flavor, right? So mm-hmm. I'm trying to carve this flavor out there your brand your voice is your so brand when you hear my voice with you when you hear my voice on this show you're you're gonna hear the same voice over on right on my show too because unless i fuck with it and put some oh, auto tune on it <laughs> <laughs> hey man you know what honestly like have at it it'd be fun i think it's funny i give people uh, creative control over anything that i put out you know what i mean right um on that topic so i i'm kind of a tech nerd i'm kind of an it guy um, and so I have conversations with people because uh, I've put out like I've got a Raspberry Pi in my grow tent in my basement and the Raspberry Pi has uh, like temperature humidity sensors on it. And I use it to automate my lighting control for my plants and like humidity and temperature and all that good stuff. So that's some of the content that I've put out on Casey Weed blog that's been uh, positive, uh, you know, just kind of, hey, here's some cool shit, right. um, you know, hey, it's. We're, we're blazing on the 4th of July, you know, have a great Friday. So I try to, I still try to kind of push that out. Um, I probably just need to do that on like Instagram, just get off Facebook entirely. I should, I should take a 30 day Facebook break. I think you should. I did that before. And then I ended up deleting it off everything. Here's the problem. For like a couple of years. And then I went back. How do you do that? If you operate and you have to cross post through pages for work, uh, that's the hard well, part. You can set your Instagram will automatically post I guess I just to take, your Facebook page. Yeah. What you can do is you can just delete the app, your Facebook I app. Delete the app. It's delete go the off. app. It's it has go to be off. off. Um, and just, yeah, it takes self discipline, but yeah, to do 30 you. days of just, I'm not going to go cause you're going to delete the app and then be like, well, I can still go www.facebook.com and it'll log me right in. But you gotta, you gotta avoid that temptation. You gotta put, yeah, you gotta, you gotta be serious about it. Yeah. So. You got to, you got to just like any, anything else you're trying to quit. So, so you're in the middle of this. I want to, I'm curious. Um, cause you're doing a pause for the cause. I've done pauses for the cause before. I've even done a pause for cannabis for like two and a half months and still pop dirty trying to get a job. Wow. Um, so that's where like, you know, my, my cannabis story isn't just that I was a punk rock teenager. It was also that I've navigated, um, you know, staying legal was easier. Um, but 
it still affected me in ways of like, I worked at a studio for five years and they had to let me go because we were in a high profile place in Lee Summit and they didn't want me being uh, actively, you know, I wasn't smoking weed on property, but I lived close by and all of a sudden somebody found out and there was a reputation and then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, their studio has a, a James, he's a weed smoker, you know what I mean? And then, and that's because the stigma 10 years ago was still like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so 10 years ago, <laughs> especially even, in Lee Summit. So 10 years ago that happened. So I get, I get kind of, that was one of the reasons that I was told that I was let go is because I was a cannabis consumer and I was open about it um, after five years. I tried to go get another job after two and a half months, still pissed dirty to be an AV tech for a hotel. Wow. You know what I mean? And so like, and they turned me down. They were like, you're perfect for the job, but we can't have you here. So, well, you know, so I'm, I, I, archaic thinking. Yeah. And so that's what I think like me today, Casey weed blog is I still have some unpacking to do myself of the, the history of it and how we got to here. And was it worth it? Yeah. Has it been worth it to me to ride this long, especially now that I'm all in, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, somebody asked me if I wanted to do some work uh, at the end of this month, a contract with the company that I work for plenty of times, but because it's a hard hat zone, they would, I got to pee in a cup just to show up on the job site. Oh, wow. And I was like, I, I mean, I'm, I could probably produce a, uh, a winning test result for you, but uh, I run a blog about cannabis <laughs> right. so anybody on that site knows anything you know like you're you know you're fucked you're like you're are done. you still can't get on there and fail a test if you have your card there's no protection for that so OSHA and shit like that doesn't care okay there's, it doesn't just because you have your card here's the thing i say people get your card the best thing about getting your card is knowing that you're legal just in the cop size just on the cop size but right? as far as businesses go you might not be protected no you're not protected right. and you're not going to be protected for a while. And there are people that are trying to work on that, but how do you do that? How can you, how do you adjust what's a tolerable level of impairment for a job site when you're talking about people that are building um, structures and stuff like that? Well, so that's the a, problem with weed is it stays in your system for so long. Like you were saying, you were clean for two and a half months and still pissed dirty. Right. And they wouldn't even let me like point lights and, you know, plug in speakers. Right. Right. You know, so, and it's because when you work in those environments, you have to have a safety's key. So one thing that I learned a long time ago as a, as a punk rock kid was that put your polo shirt on, follow all of the safety protocols, play the game. Don't put yourself in a position to be the dumbass fucking stoner that just ruined everything. You know what I'm saying? And so that's what I was always fighting against. It was okay. like, let's not fuck this up. Let's not fuck this up. You know, like, so I get out on a job site or a gig and people will be like, Oh, I know when to just kind of give you a moment. And it's because I'm like, I'm so tight processed because I had to be, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because if I slipped, somebody <clears throat> might say something or start looking into why James slipped right there. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it, I, I don't know where I was going with that, but, uh, <laughs> but I, it's been part of the process yeah. of going from a, a kid that was getting in trouble dare era to, I still, some might have said, Oh, James could have ruined his twenties because he would not stop smoking weed. Right. I made that choice. Right. Because as soon as I didn't get that job, I went right back to smoking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, of course you did. I was like, well, this was fucking stupid. It was a waste of my time. Yeah. It was a waste of my time. And um, it was two and a half months. You could have been blazing. So I made the decision at like the age of 29 to uh, to just go ahead and just keep smoking because that was that's what was good for me at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I lost about 80 pounds over the course of like six months smoking weed and working out, smoking weed and working out. And I worked when I could took a local bartending job for a while. Um, you know, 
started to slowly kind of put my life back together after losing the the salary. But I, I literally went for like a 50% reduction of what I made from the year before. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I went from like, you know, like 50 to 25 mm-hmm. in one year. And I didn't have a family at the time, so it wasn't as big of a deal. Right. But it was a whole new process of me having to rebuild That's myself. change. Re- rebuilding myself and who I was. So at, when I rebuilt myself, cannabis was a positive thing. And, and it helped me stay on track. And then... But I went back into corporate install, IT, smart work, right? Where uh-huh. you can't do that. Right. So that's when it was just like, okay, we're going to do this again, James, but we're going to do it the right way. And yeah. so it was. It turned into a system of smoke weed before you get in the shower. That way, as soon as you get out of the shower, they don't smell it on you anymore. Listen up, kids. Drink your coffee. You're good to go. Get to work. Do your shit. You know, follow the safety Irish protocols. Showers. What's that? Take an Irish shower. What's an Irish shower? You know, you spritz yourself with a bunch of cologne all over. <laughs> Fuck that. Don't do that. That's the, first of all, like, that's like the dead giveaway, right? I mean, come on now. Like, right. cause that, that doesn't mask anything. It just mixes it. And then like, everybody just knows at that point. It's just your best bet. Can a bar for men. Your best bet is if you have to be somewhere and you don't want to smell like weed is just consume shower yeah. and then go. Right. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, so that's what I did for nine years and I got off work and, and then I did my thing and on the weekends I had fun and then once you know like I said that's why when when it finally passed when the law finally passed hey I can run a blog now I can put my name on right. this for the most part yeah yeah right so it's still not yeah. all it's you my, know, like, yeah so as uh you know I, like, as someone who is very ignorant to the medicinal scene or any of the scene here in Missouri once you get uh your recommendation and you get your card Boom, you can go to a dispensary, right? Walk, just walk, walk in. Up in. Do you there. have to have a card to go into these dispensaries? Or it, can anybody go in there and just look? So you could walk into the lobby, right? And you could talk to the receptionist and the reception because you still have to have delivery drivers, right? What do you, you mean? Well, FedEx still has to you're a business now. So oh. you've got FedEx drivers that have to walk into these companies, right? right? And I didn't mean it like that, like FedEx was delivering. Yeah. I meant that like people get deliveries and businesses. Right. Um, you know. So to walk in the building just in the front door, you may not need a, um, a patient card or a um, facility license agent, right? You could just be a regular dude. You could be the delivery driver. You could walk in, say, here's your mail. You could walk in and say, here's your mail if you're supposed to be there, and you can walk out. Mm-hmm. You're never going to get inside the actual part where they dispense cannabis, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Sure. So to do that, to cross that threshold, you have to have a patient card that's valid. And then, or you have to have a facility agent card. That means that like, Hey, I'm a bud tender. I'm a, I've got my weed license versus I've got a liquor license. Okay. So the the staff, so you have either one of those, you can walk past the threshold and you can do business and exchange cannabis. Okay. Bud tender can dispense it to you and you can buy it from them. And I think some places are still mostly cash. I've only used cash when I've gone to places so far. Um, and, and, and then, then you're good. Um, as far as uh, I've heard this rumor, and maybe it's not a rumor, maybe it's true, but I've heard that once you get your medicinal license, you can no longer purchase a gun. Um, yeah, have I've, you heard that? I've heard that argument plenty of times. The argument, but is that is that true? Like, can can uh, medicinal card holders still go out and purchase uh, a firearm the conversation the conversation changes every day because you know until it's like they have these they can have laws and regulations it's are they enforcing it or not right mm-hmm. so 
you know, I know people that have, uh, that are card holders and, and have a, a healthy Missouri stock firearms, you know what I'm saying? And, and but I'm sure they probably had that they did. before they did. Yeah. Uh, and so then I've also heard from those people cause I, it's not a world that I even know anything about, right. but I have heard from other people in cannabis that are like, if, if you go to a store or when they run like a full background check versus a trade show or something else, like there no the systems aren't connected. They're not. You're not going to flag in a system because you have a, a cannabis patient card. Okay. You're not going to. You're not going to just pop you're not up. Get flagged for yeah. It. So okay. unless something stupid happens, nobody's ever going to know, right? Okay. Now you can't. Like I said, you can't go into the store and do. I guess that deal. I don't. And I don't know how that works. I don't know where the difference is between a store firearm purchase and a trade show firearm purchase exists. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. But I've, I've heard that there's some differencing there. And is okay. that because, is, well, that, just, is that because you just go to a trade show and you can just buy whatever you want on site? On, no, on, they still on have to do, no, they still have to do some kind of background check. And I believe it has to depend on what time type of weapon you're buying. Uh, you know, pistol handguns, I believe are an automatic six day wait period or something like that. Mm. But, as, but then as far as rifles go, I think, I think rifles you can just get. I think you can just get. I think even if you go into Walmart, you can just buy. A you rifle can just at any buy. Time. I know you can. Buy, I think you just buy a shotgun. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. You just going. But I think pistols are are different for whatever reason. Do you get to? So they have to. Uh, I and I don't, I don't know. know. I I know. I, I'm sitting here with this. I'm pro gun T-shirt on right now. Yeah. But I don't really know all that much about. I'm not huge in the gun world. You know, here's the thing. You know, there there are. I own a couple, but there are there are people in the world, and here's my take on it. There are people in the world that have been cannabis using gun owners for a long time. Yeah. And I've to to this day, the only cannabis uh, gun related incident that I've ever heard of was because of the police. Right. So, um, when it comes to all the families that have been. There are people, you know, there's people that have been consuming cannabis, even though it's been illegal for years, the, the outlaws in the, no way in the counties. Right. Come on now. So, um, so you know, they, yeah, they've, 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 they're the, they're the Kings of just managing their shit and not talking yeah. about it. Right. So there's that. There's, yeah. I'm just, I'm only asking for the, the, the people out there that like I said, it was just a rumor that I keep hearing. I hear a lot of, a lot of gun enthusiasts say, Oh, I, I, I'm not going to get my card cause then I can't purchase a weapon anymore. I was like, huh, I wonder if that's actually true. Well, the system, like I said, the systems aren't just, you're not just going to pop up. Right. You don't just all of a sudden ping on the map and they're like, let's go get this guy. Yeah. Right. I mean, it just doesn't work that way. I mean, you know how hard it is to like tag your vehicle. You have to go to this agency and this agency and this agency because their systems don't talk to each other. Mm-hmm. You think they're, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. So <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. So, you know, that's kind of like a, uh, use that, at your own discretion advice, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is definitely not legal advice in that, in that realm. But, uh, I think as Google long, it, people. as long as you're not doing anything stupid, I think that there would be people that would help support you. Should you get in trouble? Um, and as long as you're not being stupid and following the laws, I think that you could probably go to a, a trade show or make transactions or maybe, mm-hmm. maybe you can work with your neighborhood, go support your neighborhood guy. Instead, don't go to Walmart, go to, go to your neighborhood dealer and, and ask, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. Take it back to the take it back to the old school where you yeah. work with a dealer and you work with your buddy because your buddy's cool. If that, uh, that's not legal advice either. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Neander Talk podcast does not necessarily stand behind everything these guests say. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. so challenge it if you want, but I don't think you have to. Yeah. So don't don't make things that are a fight that are not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like I said, I just I didn't, I didn't know. I wanted yeah, to know. It's possible. If you knew. Um, when you go into these 
dispensary. Have you you've been into the dispensaries here in Missouri? Yeah, I gotta try them out. You know, as Casey Weed Blog, right. as as a you know, I've pulled some content for other companies too. So like, obviously, yeah. it's like I want to shop inside. What's uh, what is the? How would you compare them to other places that you've been, like Nevada and Colorado? Where what are our dispensaries like now here? Because I know they're very young. Um, I mean, they're, they're definitely a lot more polished because when I went to dispensaries in California, you know, that long ago, 10 years ago, it yeah. was very, it was just like a run of the mill spot. It was the worn down laundromat. Well, how about like the updated place? Like, like today's, like, how do they compare to today's? Everything in Missouri that I've walked into has been like the brand new construction. This is like franchise level building. It wasn't like any kind of like, you know, mom and pop business can start a, you know, a, a computer store in the, uh, the side of a retail space. Right. right. But everything that you see today is all flagship based. It's like bright lights meant to look polished and clean and are these big companies that have a lot of these dispensaries or is it or is it just small time people like well like who's, who's getting involved with these dispensaries because I've, I've i don't know I'm well so curious that's part of the contention too is that you know if uh if you have the funds to produce a really super high score and go in there and grab a license if you're not from here um, you know, you could potentially go in there. Oh, it's people that are getting these licenses that aren't even from Missouri, huh? Well, and that's, I don't know the actual statistics on how that breaks down. And here's the thing is that, um, sort of the politics start getting, so, in there. we start bringing other people. So out. you know what I, you know what I, you know what I like to call it? I call it the, like the anchor baby, right? So check this out, check this concept out. Okay. Uh-huh. So you have a, I think, I think in the requirements you had to have like a 51% owner that was a resident of Missouri. Uh, okay. Right. 51, gotcha. 51%. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what an anchor baby is? Uh-huh. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. Okay. So think of an anchor baby mm-hmm. and then you just have all these people that are coming in out of town that, that, uh, that want to run some shit, you know, grab a license, grab as much of the market they can put as many, you know, and then just come back out and flip it. So that's the biggest kind of fuck you is that it seemed like a lot more small businesses got denied. A lot of Missouri money got denied or a lot of the out of state money got through. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we're probably looking at some of the highest cost um, product right now uh, because, you know, there's a lot to pay back. What is the cost like compared to a Colorado? So I don't, or wherever, or another state that might be more that that's purely medicinal. Because I know Colorado's got recreational, so I'm sure there's a di- I'm sure there's a different. I'm just assuming there's a difference between well, there's medical no, prices. And, I want to I want to make the price. I want to make the distinction on that right now is that there's no difference in the plant. So a medi- no, I know that. Yeah, but as far as <laughs> pricing goes, right? No, they just sell it differently because of the taxing and the and the regulations right. that goes. So if I remember correctly, when I was out there, because I haven't actually been back to Colorado until like 2016, 2017, maybe it was my last trip. Okay, it's right about the time my daughter was born, and I just kind of stopped traveling, and. uh so at the, at the time, I remember the some of the places that I was working for, they were doing like $99, $99, $100 ounces out the door for medical. And then you'd see like maybe 180 to 220 for recreational, this exact same product, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like, okay, so people are buying $100 ounces here in, in Colorado on the medical side. And, you know, they're serving tourists for an upcharge, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and And here in Missouri right now, it's priced, I think they said like four eighty an ounce. Oh, are you kidding me? As where, like, I think Politico, I, there, so I've already seen a couple, so new dispensaries are already coming online and they're going to bring that average down. Right. But as of when that statistic was posted, four eighty was the cost of an ounce at a dispensary. Now, how is that, that we, that, so that 480 ounce, is that like the 
primo? Is that as good as weed can get? Or is that kind of like mid-grade stuff? Like, I'm not a scientist, so I can't answer that question. Okay. Um, I say that here's, 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 here's a response to that question, okay? Mm-hmm. So in January, uh, I think right at the end of January, I stopped talking. I didn't, I didn't stop talking to my dude. It was just like he was between some cycles on the grow cycles and stuff like that. Um, and instead of just talking to some other friends or whatever, I mean, should I do a show about cannabis every week? I could have just asked anybody, but I, I kind of, um, did this own experiment of mine where I went 60 days of just buying from, uh, the dispensaries. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and part of it was because they were sponsoring some of the shows that we were doing. So I was like, Hey, I can go back. I can give back a little bit or whatever, see what this is like. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and get to be known. Right. If, right. You, if I, if I never walk into a dispensary, I'm never going to see what the process is like. I'm never going to meet people that are involved. Um, and I wanted to do that too. And so I'll still go into a dispensary and buy, uh, on occasion. I probably won't be doing that much in the future. Uh, cause I'm growing on my own now. And, and like, there's a window where it's probably going to close for me where I would need a dispensary. So, you know, does that make sense? Like a window of what you're out of plants and you're waiting for the next crop to come in or what? Something like that. Yeah. That's it's, it's not just, this is my only option. It's just that here's, it's always there if I need it, but I'm probably not going to go. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Like, and so I've been, I gotcha. I gotcha. And I've been going, I'll read between the lines. Right. So, but I will say this. Uh, so f- in 60 days, cause I can go back and look at my uh, order history in 60 days, mm-hmm. I spent a grand at the dispensaries. Wow. And it was just like, and I, cause I, that's how much I consumed buying at that price. Okay. So in 60 well, how days, much were you buying at a time? Does it just, break down? I was buying eighths at a time. Does eighths. Uh, eighth, it was like eighth for like 70 bucks for an eighth after taxes. Right. Uh, God. I can't remember what it was. I can't. I my my it's body cheaper on the street. I imagine it's it's way cheaper on the street. <laughs> and I didn't even have to go far. I could have just gone anywhere else. Right. Because I know. Wow. I know a hundred different people that. So, um, but how is the quality in the dispensary? Is it when you got when you were getting your eighth? How did it compare to, um, you know, street level stuff? If if you happen to. Have- if partake in some of that. So that's where it's like, you know, I start mixing jars around. Sometimes it's a little bit harder to tell, like, okay. you know what I mean? Like it's not, and I think it's because I kind of waited to and avoided some of the early stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's the thing is that the, the stakes are so high right now. I think there's probably some cannabis that was produced that didn't get released that they said, no, we're going to hold this back and stuff like that because, or, or some, I heard that there were some places that might've failed some testing on their first run. So the people that did get out the gate and put some stuff out there, um, it's pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Like I went 60 days and I wasn't like, Oh, I'm missing something. Okay. I was just saying, Oh, I went 60 days and man, I'm spending way too much money. Yeah. Cause five, that's a fucking car payment. $500 a month. Like it's a fucking nice car payment. It's more than, <laughs> it's more than my car payment. Right. Yeah. So that's what I was like. This isn't sustainable. Okay. Yeah. And then my, and then sure enough, my buddy calls me. He's like, James, we, we good again. You know what I mean? So it's uh, I was like, great, cool. I, so, but I did that experience as something to talk about too. For sure. I, I can that. say, you know, I, I'm not, people might question on whether I'm like patient focused enough. And, and my thing is that I will admit up 20 years recreational James, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been out here for a while doing it. I support the cause. I support patients rights. I support right. their access to, to free afford or not free, but affordable medicine or free, it could be free, you know what I mean? Like if we didn't mm-hmm. have to hyper regulate it, it could be like some tomatoes out of the garden. Right. You just give to your neighbor, and that yeah, would be yeah. cool too. Yeah, I, I totally support that because um, I don't need to make money off cannabis. I make money on AV, and that's what I do. That's I'm a contractor, you know what I mean? And I, right. I DJ and stuff that's like awesome. that. So Casey Weed Blog was never something that I was going to be like, here's the magic 
idea. Here's how we're going to get rich, boys. Here's how it's going to happen. Right. It's, it's a passion it's, project that you want to start. Yeah. So uh, when I wrote those security plans for those companies that paid me to do that, you know what I did with that? I took that money and I paid as the, some bands that I could find. And I said, hey, what do you need to play a show on a, on a Friday night and first Fridays in the Crossroads? And they said, here, this is what we need. And I'm like, nice. here. I didn't even negotiate with them. I just Fine. said, all right, here, go. Nice. So we spent, I spent three grand of that money uh, just bringing some bands in and, and because it was the first Friday after um, that, that gal unfortunately got shot that kind of changed the uh, landscape. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was like September or something of yeah. 2019. Is that right? Somewhere around Sounds there maybe? Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we didn't get quite the turnout that we'd hoped and I was just like, kill the door charge, just let everybody in, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I put three grand out of what I made right back into that party and like, if I'm going to do anything with Casey Weed blog going forward on a big scale, mm-hmm. that's really all I want to do. Okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I want it, so now I'm like, I can produce the podcast. It's just me. I'm not chasing anything. I'm just talking yeah. about the ride. Awesome. You know what I mean? But uh, if there was ever any money that came my way, you know, if you give me money, all I'm going to do is like buy more gear or <laughs> try to throw some parties. Right on. So that's that's where it is for yeah. me, and it makes it cool because it doesn't have to be like it doesn't have to be a job. For sure. If you love what you're doing, it's not a job. Yeah. Um, so when these dispensaries get their, their pot, does it have to be grown in Missouri? Yes. Okay. Yes. And so was that different for these dispensaries? Like, did these dispensaries that were applying for licenses, were they also saying, hey, I'm the grower? Or was that completely separate? Was there, like, different growing facilities that had to put in for something that they could sell the dispensaries? Well, so they broke it down even in the licensing. They said that there's going to be, or the limits of licensing that were put out there, there's only going to be 60 cultivators. There's or there's only going to be 60 licenses to cultivate. Whoa. And which actually... At, at, a, at a commercial... Yeah, at a commercial... Size production, I guess. But... So hear, hear me out on this. So there was only going to be 60 licenses for cultivation, but the way it shook out was that I think only 27 groups won licenses because you could win multiple. Oh, no. So that's how tight they made that. So 27 groups that are in charge of growing cannabis for the state of Missouri, right? So that's like that's where it starts. That's the biggest problem that we have right now. Um, and what the... the so yeah, I don't know. I don't know where you're going. Is there what's the follow up to that? Then I mean, that's how gra- that's how big the situation I was just curious is. on where where these people were getting their uh, their their plant from, where where they're getting their product. From. They're only going to get it from one of 27, 28 groups that exist out there. You okay, know I mean? and so and okay, and now so as which eliminates which eliminates smaller grows that could just be up to and running tomorrow and producing for the neighborhood, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's the big that's the biggest problem is that, you know, they forced everybody to be so they made they made it so contentious that you have to build these like mega okay. mega grow ups. It's starting to come together. I can see where there is contention. I can see where there is drama. And I and, can see where there's different haters. I and get your boy it. and your boy down the street can't just go get a business license from the city, right? And start a a, a ten light grow on his own. Right. And produce for patients and then... Or you know, like a microbrew. I'm going to grow my little batch and I'm going to sell it to these dis- different dispensaries. Right. So that's the that's the biggest get is that you put so fuck much... Fuck that. That, that makes any sense, man. Like, oh, fuck it. That's why it needs to be federally legalized. Right. Get rid of all this stupid shit. Just so, like across the board, boom. Right. So it's better... Sometimes it's better to not know. If you don't, if you, if you don't want to ruin cannabis for yourself, don't get too close to the sun is what I say on that, you know? And there's times where I feel like I'm flying a little close to the sun on it and mm-hmm. I'm just like, ooh. I, well, I get it. Oh, mate, what did I do here? I, I almost made this, I almost made this unfun, but yeah, I'm well, kind of figuring out a way to, to make it fun for me. Well, just people know who Icarus is. You know? <laughs> Sometimes so, you got to fly a little too close. It's right. Fine. You know, uh, well, that's a bummer. 
I don't like that. Well, well, we can change it. So there's there's going to be times and and you know activists and people in the community know what's going on day to day. It seems like they're always kind of following it because they're waiting for the next piece to piece of the puzzle to fall into place. And it's it's it sucks because it's slow and it's a lot of oh somebody rattles a cage and the cage is rattled and everybody responses and uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. And and but really, you know, we're all going to have an option. I think here in the state of Missouri to either. Um, try to legalize it either one way or another. It sounds like there's going to be uh, petitions that are going to be circulated um, as early as this next spring to to vote for an adult use for the state of Missouri. Anyway, um, I give I give uh, I have no prediction and I have no um, hope for federal because I've never never seen it. You know what I'm saying? Never I seen it. it. I, I hope for. I think it. my older I think my older cousins talk about it, talked about it when you know Clinton was in office. I might have been a little too young for to be a consumer at that point in time. But they're like, oh, oh why didn't, didn't he do it, man? He oh, even, I, I didn't inhale. I know he he bailed on it, mm-hmm. and then you know, and then you everybody thought Obama was going to do it for a minute too, and that didn't happen. And then you're like, and then you know, if Trump would have done it, that would have been all right with me too. I would I would at least give him that. I'm not a mm-hmm. super fan, but at the same time, I'm like, whatever, you know. Right. Can somebody just keep kick that can down the road? And stop being. Yeah, I was. Can you stop holding Biden. Stop holding everybody. Which doesn't look good. He just fired a whole bunch of staff members. This idiot. He says, "Hey, staff members, uh, if you ever smoked weed, tell us. Don't worry, it's okay." Yeah. Hey, well, hey, we smoked weed, and it was from a state that it was legal. Oh, I'm sorry, but we have to fire you. Oh, but what about your vice president? So, so here's where, so here's where cannabis can be a nonpartisan issue, is that. Um, you can say, you know what, uh, if you love freedom and you love free market, you should al- allow this to happen. You know what I mean? If you love personal freedoms, you should love for this to happen. And yeah, I think speaking like a libertarian now, Oh, it, so it, it, it could be nonpartisan though. You know what I'm saying? And, and, oh, and yeah. maybe, maybe that is close to where I would, um, put myself at times, I guess, but I, I, I'm a free radical, you know, I'm just a, yeah. I don't, I don't have a, a do what you want. If you ain't hurting anybody, do what you want. It's right. My, my thought. But that's where I feel like that compromise could be just kind of meet everybody's expectations, right? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, here's a plant that can heal. Hey, we should have a free market. Ah, fuck that. that doesn't, you've been trying that forever. That doesn't work with them. Here's a plant that'll make you money. Here's so, a plant that's going to bring... Look at... That's almost so, what we had, that's they almost what had so to happen. so much money that's in Colorado happen, right? from taxes, they had to give money back. That's what they had. That's the, That was the only way they were going to let it happen, mm-hmm. right? That had to happen that way. Well, yeah. And now I, I can see what they're... You know, I see them pushing it in other ways, too, to get it legalized. Like, if they're just saying, all right, well, we're going to do, like, a, a form of reparations now for, for black people with sales from the taxes that they make from this and yeah. so that's like i think uh illinois was starting to do that right so there's different ways that different people are trying to push it to finally i see i see people trying to work the system and finally get it out there right i got some hope man i just i'm a, but i am an optimistic dude right for the most part i'd love to i'd love to see it at federal don't get me wrong i'm yeah. glad that they're at least we will talking about we'll it. eventually see it they're, it's just they're pushing for it our kids will see it right well and that's I mean, what we'll see it too i mean here, here's Here's the hope for my here's the hope for my kid, right? Here's the hope that here's the hope that my kid at age twenty, because that gives us fifteen more years to get past all this hyper regulation bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, if in fifteen years we can get to a point where uh, cannabis can just be grown in the backyard and you can just give it to your neighbor, or you could turn it into a microbrew mm-hmm. uh, business and you want to try to compete with the big franchises, then by all means go do it. Yeah, uh, and, and have perfect freedom to do so. Um, it's got to be. It's got to be off the books completely. There should no, nobody should ever get in trouble for cannabis ever again. Uh, and right. the, you know what I mean. Like unless you're doing, I don't know, 
like lift lifting a ton of weed over somebody's head and drop it on uh, them. drop it on them i mean yeah. then the, i think that's a i think those laws are already established i think so so don't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what i'm saying though but like my hope is that 15 years down the road or 10 to 15 years i mean tomorrow would be awesome too but that you know my daughter grows up in a world where she can have that personal choice not necessarily just with cannabis but with all things with all plant medicines um, and you know, maybe it's time to wind back as a society of our, of our pill chasing dependency yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, and those, destroying and the, us. those, those stories will, those stories will make you cry. Oh, they're haunting. They're yeah. horrible. Yeah. Um, yeah, my, I wish everything was legalized to be honest, or at least decriminalized everything, Well, that's a whole separate podcast. Um, well, yeah. James, before we get out of here, I do uh, have one more little topic I'd like to discuss with okay. you. Sure. And that is, uh, the Delta eight Delta eight. Sure. Delta eight is now a legal form of weed. Sure, it's uh, the THC Delta nine is is what gets you, you know, high and you know is illegal. De- you know who delivered my Delta eight to me? Mm-mm. My uh, uh, mail person. Oh yeah, oh yeah. you got it through the mail. Yeah, I got it through <clears throat> the mail. Well, it's federally legal, right? It's some kind of at, loophole. At, at the, it's as somehow a, at legal. You can time. buy it in a different. Yeah, at present time. At present time. Um. Yeah. My my question to you is kind of about it. Um, because I've I've tried it. I didn't like it. Okay. It um, it reminded me a lot of K two, K three. Not quite as speedy, not quite as chemically, but there. It just feels like obviously that there's something missing, and it got it didn't give me paranoia, but it gave me a little bit of anxiety, like a little anxious feeling. I don't know. It just felt like, it felt like, what it is. I guess it felt like it was a drug that's trying to skate the system through some kind of loophole. You know what I mean? So it's, uh, and the fact that you said K2 in that conversation is that I remember when K2 was just first coming out, like what, 10 years ago or maybe a little bit, I don't know. Roughly 10 years. Yeah. yeah. And, and all of a sudden you had all your like, and I hate to, I don't, I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus, but you had your, uh, you know, like your military friends and your, you know, your police friends and your firefighter friends that were like, you're like, Oh bro, you're smoking again. Like, welcome back to the party. It's like, no, this is like the K2 thing. Mm-hmm. It's what I can do because it doesn't show up in my system. And so that's the only buddy, that's the only people I knew that used K2 were the ones that were trying to use a synthetic form of cannabis to avoid being judged by their employers, the federal government. I don't think it was being government. judged. I think it was just being busted. Well, yeah, you know, but drop, you know, dropping dirty. Judge yeah. is the, judge is like yeah. the, the, the chill version of saying that. Yeah. Um, obviously pulling stripes mm-hmm. uh, or, or firing somebody, right. or, you know, and terminating careers and stuff like right. that. So, um, I don't know where I was going with that part, but because uh, I'm I'm starting to feel good on the medication. You're we're but we're talking about Delta Eight, so and we're relating it to K two. Sorry, um, but yeah, I I had the same concerns going in, so I only took Delta Eight once about a week ago. It was that same pack that I just gave you? So I was just like, I'm sorry, I didn't know about that story, or if you had a bad experience, oh, no, or I don't it's like it a, even. Or, yeah, it's it was more of like a hey, maybe you should try this too because I, a jury's out for me. Um, I took 100 milligrams first shot, and I didn't really. Like I said, I felt my eyes got a little bit more red, but uh, I'm I'm accustomed to consuming like three or four bowls of cannabis. Did from... you smoke it or just eat it? The Delta Eight. I just uh, just ate it. Okay, it Actually, I've smoked gummy. it. I've, okay. I've had it in the the vapor. Oh, the okay. vape the vape pens. Yeah, you can get it at the CBD shop for like yeah, it's like forty bucks for. So the 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 stuff that I gave you mm-hmm. um, comes highly recommended from another company that's over on the St. Louis side. Some guys that I truly trust. So here's what I'm going to say to anybody that's interested in trying anything. Um, don't go buy it from a gas station. Go to somebody known for either producing hemp or, or you know, cannabis or whatever. Um, don't buy it from the grocery store and stuff like that. Find there are small business reputable companies that are worth supporting that can send this to you mm-hmm. that are good. 
Uh, and I think that just kind of goes across the board for all things that you would ever try to order either online or, right. you know what I'm saying? Um, so Delta eight, maybe. So that's what I'm saying. If you had a experience with one, uh, maybe your experience with another is different. So that's kind of like a results may vary based on who produces. Okay. Does that make sense? Sure. Well, but what exactly, what exactly is it? Is it actually a plant or is it like K2 where they sprayed stuff on plant matter? So there's two parts to that, right? Okay. There are people that do spray like they'll spray it on like a CBD joint to kind of give you that full effect or whatever. Right. Okay. Versus where like, you know, the people that I think produce my stuff, there's, there's purest companies out there that are like, you don't need any psychoactivity at all. You just want this. And so, you know, there's, there's people that produce obviously CBD products that there's zero psychoactivity. Right. And it still might make you feel a little bit more calm, a little bit more relaxed. It relaxes me. CBD yeah. will relax me. I'll, okay. I'll smoke a CBD joint and it'll it'll calm me down. But you're not getting any kind of like... Oh, no. You don't get stoned. You're no, not high. No. You're not... So yeah. I didn't have any... So I didn't have any um, psychoactive effects or results from Delta 8 at all. Okay. Okay. Whereas if I would have taken a 100 milligram edible of, of regular... I, I say regular, but I mean, you know, a store-bought THC. Uh, THC cannabis product, then I would feel a little kind of like... Man, I'm a little hazy right now. You know what I mean? Like, but I've also got a high threshold. So my threshold, I could take a 200 milligram edible. I know that some people can't take more than 10. I know. So yeah, I know it's weird. So uh, if you try Delta Eight, definitely the start low, start slow. You know what I mean? That's what we all say when when it comes to edibles. Start low, start slow. I walked into the studio. We know fired up a bowl, passed something back and forth. That doesn't bother me. if I'm at a if I'm at a gathering or a to do or whatever, and somebody comes up to me and hands me an edible and it doesn't have the uh, label on it or packaging on it, I probably won't take it from you. Don't take offense. Really? It's just that um, you don't want to gamble. <laughs> you don't want for an hour later to be drooling and talking about aliens and thinking you're in another no, dimension. No, because I won't. <laughs> no, because I won't be talking about aliens or drooling in the corner. I'll be slower than I want to be. Yeah, is that is what it really boils down to? Okay, you know I mean like. Okay, so if I want to get on a flight, if I'm only on a four-hour flight, I might take 300 milligrams in an edible, mm-hmm. and I might just like put my headphones on and just four-hour flight, dude. Yeah. I can sit here, maybe I'll sleep, maybe I won't, whatever. But when I land, you know, I'm not going to be. Hopefully, probably shouldn't be driving at that point. But uh, by the next day, I'd be fine. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I don't need to go to 500 or a thousand. I don't. I don't have a point to prove by right. being the like, oh, I could take a thousand milligrams every day. I don't need. I don't need that. I actually don't even. I never take edibles. I just like smoke. So, well, if you're if you're having to do a three four hundred milligrams, you can't really afford edibles. I, yeah, I don't. You know I, what I mean? I, it's yeah, so they're pretty expensive too. Right. Then I haven't bought any yet, but I I I wouldn't. So, Could you just, imagine? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I, I I was a kid. I I made brownies in the kitchen when I was a teenager. I learned how to do that. It went from using like fucking shake and seeds and stems to all of a sudden like, all right, guys, this is it. We're gonna press all these nugs into this fucking brownie mix tonight <laughs> and we're all going to take like two right and then you know what happens is the tray comes out and everybody fucking slices a third off that thing and next thing you know everybody just ate six and now you're just like Pow, right yeah so I, I try not to go there if i don't have to so yeah. if you come up to me and hand me something you try to at least tell me what is in it so i know because i can say perfect I can have 50 and still be at a social function with my wife and still be a responsible adult to drive my family home. Um, but if you give me too much, that could change. Yeah. So that's how I leave it. You know what I mean? And what's funny is that I can consume flour. I can dab all day if I want to. Like I've had concentrates. Um, 
you know, I mean, I was, I was working in Colorado concert. So I went from, uh, I actually almost did like two years of just concentrate only before, uh, before Missouri legalized, <coughs> excuse me. But then when that happened, I didn't, I just kind of stopped getting them, but I prefer the concentrates. So I could sit here and take like a, a vape hit once every like 20, 30 minutes all day long and just go, 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 mm-hmm. you know, job unaffected. No problem. Nice. But I take an edible and I'm like, something, about, something <laughs> yeah. about the body weight, body sugar, stuff like that. Yeah, I guess uh, like the technic. I don't know. I know a little bit about it. it just you so know, when it hits your liver. So to ask your to answer your original question, uh-huh. Delta Eight. I have no fucking clue. Okay. All, all I know is that it made my eyes red and it kind of felt like it a little bit. I okay. Did, I, did, I made sure not to consume any cannabis, but at the same time, I probably could have smoked a bowl on top of it. And, okay. And been fine too. Yeah, I'm just curious about it, curious about it because I've been seeing it a lot of places right now, and it just what reminded I, me a lot of the K two stuff. What I'm willing to do at this point is I would probably be willing to do. Like instead of just leaving it 100 milligrams, maybe trying to push the line at like three or 400 and see what that. See how it compares. See how it compares. But again, what am I chasing? Because I'm recreational. I'm not chasing. Well, any- yeah. I mean, if and, and if you don't need to skate some system of losing a job, why would you? I mean, I don't know. That's my point. It was why would you go to Delta Eight when you could just do CBD or THC? Because it's cheap. Or, but- it's cheap and it's easy to get. I mean, it was cheaper than probably what the gummies. It's the Delta Eight that I got shipped directly to me at my house you know however was cheaper than if i went to a dispensary and bought okay. edibles there so that's where i'm not a good person to speak about okay the pain mitigation of cannabis because i've always been a recreational person i understand and i will i will root for for that cause mm-hmm. any day of the week but i don't personally ha- need to consume cannabis to uh, physically feel better i do right. it mostly primarily my focus is the um, psychic effects, you know, right. like I want to feel that rush. I want to <laughs> feel, I want to feel that vibe. I want to get on that level. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, and that's what I kind of relate it to as well. Like when, when it says on that level, like I feel like, yeah, we're on this level, we're cranking, we're doing this, we're playing guitar. Cause I can, I can consume cannabis and pick up a guitar and just rock that fretboard. If I do, if I have like three beers, it kind of goes to shit a little bit faster. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? So motor skills. So cannabis never really affected me motor skill wise. Okay. It was, so it kind of made it to where I was like, Sky's the limit, James. Just keep consuming and go do this. I'll smoke like two, three bowls, go to the gym, you know, and then I'll get home and I'll smoke another bowl. Right. You know what I mean? And then if I have a social function, I'll smoke real quick, jump in the shower, clean up, put on a collar shirt, and <laughs> go. You know, so I'm I'm not the guy that you find on the couch. Um, I've been a video gamer before, but I, I've, I've, I've realized that sitting around smoking weed and playing video games is not like healthy for me in terms of spending so much time sitting down and not doing anything versus what I was doing uh, kind of before COVID uh, was going out and riding bikes and having fun. And, and it was like adventure land all the right. time, you know, like adventure land, like a little bit, a bit of a cool buzz and going off and doing fun things and kicking it with the family as needed. And it was a way better experience than like day drinking and partying hard. Oh yeah. So like that shit will take its toll on you too. So t- what's the, the best part about all of this now is that I can actually talk openly about how I've incorporated cannabis into my regular life for a long time and can just keep on going. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you were like, Hey James, we got, um, we got a couple minutes and we're going to go set up a band for like three hours. I'd be like, cool, let's move carts. Let's plug in cables. Let's go rock and roll. Hey, bring some concentrate so we can, take a vape head out back real quick before we get right back into what we're doing. Uh, and I've kind of lived that lifestyle since probably music college. That's probably what music college taught me going all the way back to like 2002. Uh, when I started is that 
you know, I could be good in the studio. I could be good with mics and lights and mixers and all that stuff. Um, and as long as I get over the anxiety of performing under, <laughs> under the effects of cannabis, yeah. I've already won. Nice. You take away that, you take away that anxious layer and everything's just a lot easier. Dope. And that's what I try to do with my life is just like avoid the anxiety as much as possible. Double, triple check, safety, safety, safety. But then, man, if you do that, you can just kind of, kind of play around and you yeah. know, get out there and enjoy the creativity, the creative side of life and, and what it has to offer um, just in your own mind. James, KC Weed Block. <laughs> I don't there know if is. any of that made any sense. I just You're a Jedi stoner. I just went to space. You're a Jedi stoner, <laughs> baby. I appreciate you doing this, man. Is there any... Uh, any plugs here you'd like to shout out or any there's kind of anything you'd like to say before before we end this and i i, I again once again I'd like to just thank you again for yeah, coming dude. in here That's and spilling cool. all your knowledge and i could i could talk for hours uh and i'm learning how to do that more and more every day so it's all good. Yeah. Casey weed blog, check it out. Um, you know, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, I've got a website, but that's a little outdated. Um, you can start finding me on Apple and Spotify cause I'm starting to roll audio as well too. Yeah. What's it going to, what's your podcast going to be called or, or what it's is just it? Casey weed blog. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Just keeping it all in one spot. Got to, nice. So, uh, here's a real quick sidebar to that. I used to help operate a podcast out of independence called death wish radio Okay. at a house with some dudes. And this was probably nice. like, a good 10 years ago. And all we did was sit around and record ourselves basically, you know, Friday night, whiskey, metal, let's listen to rock and like hard, cool. hard stuff. So, um, so like the idea of podcasting to me has been fun because man, I've done it a couple of times in different variations in life over mm -hmm. the last 10 years too. Yeah. So that's kind of what I try to bring to the table as well Is like, okay, I've done it before. I don't need to be in a hurry. I don't need sponsors. I'm just going to slow roll this thing. So mm -hmm. KCB blog is just that slow roll. You'll see me around for a long time. But I just wanted to throw that out there because I've been done a podcast in Independence before. Since oh, nice. That's where, that's where we're at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, check that out. Uh, educate yourselves. It's easy to find if you have any questions. The only question that I say that I don't want you to ask me um, through KC Weed Blog is don't ask me for weed. <laughs> no, I, 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 you know, I, I don't want to be that guy, but you know, I've had at least 100 or more on all social platforms that right. will, will message me usually at night and say, hey, man, can you help me out? And I'm, wow. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not I'm a not, weed dealer. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to be the last guy. Cop, to, cop. He's a cop. He's I, a cop. I know. I'm not going to be the last guy to get arrested for dealing weed. That's that's what it means. Right. You know, Just I'm, say, nice try, officer. Right. So I apologize if I haven't helped you. Go. It's easy to get a card. If you want to know where to get a card, I can tell you any day of the week. There's lots of options. Um, I, you know, and I make nothing to 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 suggest one way or the other. Um, my rep reputation's on the line, so I'm right. not going to steer I get you. It. I'm not going to steer you somewhere where I don't truly yeah, yeah. believe. Awesome. And if that changes down the road, and that company that I thought was cool before is not now, I'll say that too. So okay. you know what I mean. Uh, and that's the that's the cool liquidness of not having to be uh, attached to anything. A um, couple organizations that I would support. Yeah. Um, go check out Canon Convict Project if you know anybody that's affected by. Uh, the war on drugs could possibly still be incarcerated or have any charges that are still out on the record. Uh, reach out to that organization. It's an organization that gets donations from uh, Can a Convict. Can a Convict Project. Okay. Look them up because they can help. If you know somebody that's still being affected by the war on drugs and legality and records, and especially if you know anybody that's still incarcerated for nonviolent cannabis crimes, um, they're they're looking for people to help. Good. So if you if you know anybody that needs help, reach out to them for help. Uh, and then obviously, if you're interested to know a lot more, uh, the Evolution Magazine uh, live series that we do every Thursday night, 7 p.m. It's on uh, YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. I'm not 
I'm a contractor, but I, I, it's, it's what I'm doing now with them. And it's an awesome project that I'm very proud of. Nice. And we're sharing education um, from, from veterans. We've had uh, Mayor Lucas actually signed the uh, ordinance on our show. Um, you know, he did that for us. We didn't know it was going to happen, but he zoomed in and actually signed it on our show for oh, cool. us. Um, you know, we've got army veterans that are on there. We've got law enforcement that are on there. We've got legal, uh, teams that come on as well. Doctors and uh, not doctors, but nurses. And, and so there's just a, a plethora of education. It's kind of like the PBS cannabis for nice. right now. You know what I mean? And so check that out. It's on all those platforms, 7 PM Thursday nights. You might win some free, if you are a patient, you could win free stuff like a, a gift card to a dispensary and wow. other stuff. Free, cer- cool. free certifications is what they give out too. Wow. Sometimes, so. All right. So everyone go check that out. Yeah. Uh, do not hit them up if you want weed. Right. And if you are a local rapper, do not hit me up. I don't want you. I will I'll find take my the rappers, rappers though. I'll, rappers, come me. talk no, to me, guys. No. <laughs> trust me. You don't. You're going to have I'll every... I want to parties. No. Oh, yeah. Come to me for that. I'll get you the rappers. I'm just saying, I don't need any of these little tiny local rappers hit me up trying to get on my show. It's fucking annoying. That's it. Bye. Bye.